0: Hey, everybody, Jimmy Parter here. Never Not Funny with our guest, Michael Berger, right around the corner. But first, I got to talk to you guys about The Jim Jeffries Show. That's on Comedy Central. It covers the most controversial issues through Jim's distinctive brand of comedy and global point of view. Well, the podcast, The Jim Jeffries Podcast, on the other hand, they actually call it The Jim Jeffries Show Podcast. Uh, Slightly more podcasty, guys. Listen each week as Jim Jeffries and co-host Forrest Shaw sit down with friends and guests. To discuss news, politics, and all the things Jim couldn't, wouldn't, shouldn't say on television. Subscribe now to the Jim Jeffries Show podcast and listen to new episodes every Wednesday on your favorite podcast app. But now it's time to listen to your hero. Here comes Never Not Funny.
1: Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way.
2: Behind the door!
3: A fistful of dullard. <laughs> <laughs> Don't thaw the ice. Cocaine. <laughs> then
1: you got the yellows. Here come the yellows. <laughs> Look, I'm not the best gay.
0: 12 years in, baby. Lucy and Goosey. <laughs>
3: Live, on tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo.
0: Hello, needius yes, Welcome to the program, episode 2316, I think is what I overheard the gentleman talking about uh, uh, around me as I was uh, texting and doing some uh, very important business, trying to avoid conversation. Gary walks in, doesn't... Stop running his mouth about things that we could talk about on the show. Elliot hasn't shut the fuck up since I saw you guys talking on the street. Yeah,
3: oh, we, we arrived God. around the same time. and uh, Oh, did I see that? Oh. I could have made a, a run for the door. I had a, a moment where I was like, I can... Just go, or I can stop. Well, you waited. It looked like he uh, needed a little help carrying a box. Is what it. Did. And I offered him none. <laughs> yeah, I, I oh,
0: was fine. I was did, fine. You didn't have
3: a box in your hand? Nope. No, sir. He took both of them. Yeah, no, I was fine.
0: Boy, the angle I was uh, dri- uh, driving in on, and uh, dr- it made me like, look
3: like a decent person. <laughs> it
0: looked like you were holding a box, and he was holding a wow. box. And I got, I was like, hey, what are those boxes? A couple of games, I got to assume. Yeah, a couple of those Helios. We're,
4: we're getting ready for uh, for distribution for that. So yeah, oh, I see. But uh, no, actually, uh, I think still going. <laughs> go on i uh, I, hel- I actually helped matt because he was i believed oh, he true. was running away from me he flicked me off with <laughs> both fingers yeah. and as i said to him when i saw him i said you give two fucks i only gave you one mm-hmm. um but uh but i assisted him because i heard his car make the uh, the beep thing I, w- I was halfway down the street oh you left your key was, in the car i was like did i lock no i was like did i lock it it was
3: that thing where i was like i did lock it but i was like let me double check and I- and i was like i don't know if i'm at I was at the I thought I think I was at the very edge of reception range for mm-hmm. for beeping my car Possibly. but but Elliot was right next to it so I was like oh he'll get a nice charge out of this so walk right <laughs> by it and it'll go beep, beep. Uh, And he confirmed that it did make the noise yeah because you made the face so like I'm still not sure yeah I couldn't tell if it was going or not
4: but you you don't do the thing where if you're worried about range which it, I've done this and it's super 100% works hit, hit the oh, no no You put it, you put it under your chin because your body becomes an antenna. Well, I know your body's a Wonderland. <laughs> is that Thank you, Matt. Related to this? I don't think so, but <laughs> okay. I think it is. All right. So you're telling me
0: your head? You use your head as a, some sort of an antenna?
4: Yeah, I've never wow. tried other parts of the body, but no, that's, I put it under
0: my cock. What do you think about that?
4: I mean, use that it might work. It's well, antenna uh, shaped. The, uh,
3: certainly, but it, I don't know how much reception mine's going to get. Quite frankly, <laughs> how how does your tinfoil hat affect that range? <laughs>
4: yeah. I would think it improves it. Oh, okay. I'm interested to find that out. It it has been, I think it's been myth busted at some point as well. But I've and and a friend of the show, Jay Keith, uh, also did some experiments on this uh, because he was interested. <laughs> As I recall, he may he may deny it.
0: Can I ask um, you a very serious question? Sure, sure. And uh, I want you to understand I'm not I'm not. Uh, did
3: you uh, do cocaine today? <laughs> wow, I am the opposite of that. You have not stopped talking. You you've talked more than Jimmy has in that is true. With, you, I I, I totally show. acknowledge that. That's you, why I
4: actually stopped. You haven't stopped talking that, on the show. I,
3: I walked in. You were in the middle of a story that you uh, wouldn't let go. I, I, this not to I don't mean to offend you, but have you seen another
4: human being since last Monday? <laughs> That's what I
0: thought too. Like <laughs> have you had any? sort of conversation
4: i i will i will talk about what happened on the players club oh, okay to to protect the innocent oh, oh boy not for the innocent
1: <laughs> i want to say that's a kiss song i believe that's what i was just singing what elliot says is correct your body is indeed an antenna thank you okay
3: and is it also a Wonderland? Yeah, that's, <laughs> but that's that all up? but that's what also
1: making fun. That's confirmed by John Mayer. Yeah. That's right. Imagine that guy's antenna.
0: <laughs> imagine oh that God. seven foot he tall is, monster of yeah. a human being trying to unlock a car. He that's, can get blocks away. That's fifty thousand watts of power. That is, I'm that's imagine. a blowtorch, baby. <laughs> that is you uh, you use that guy in the Beverly Center to find your car. <laughs> that guy. He couldn't even come in here. We've had Conan O'Brien. We've had many a tall person. Well, he can't come in here because he's not welcome. <laughs> That's the main reason he's an asshole. Is he that tall? He's very tall. He's very tall. He's very tall, he's very tall and he's got the, a giant head. I compared him to the uh, the guy that plays the uh, the organ at the silent movie theater because he he's just <laughs> always like huge. He, he turns around. He's like a ghoul. He's also a ghoul. He's, he a, ghoul. he's oh, a
3: horrible he's human being, too, too, by all accounts. He's 6'3". He's like a... Oh, he's bigger than 6'3". He's like he a, Maybe the fact that his head is three feet of his six foot three. I know you're not going to like the association because it's something you love, but he's basically a young Frankenstein. He is Frankenstein-like in his in his yes, body type, but he's young. i agree with that. So he's a young he's a young Frankenstein. <laughs> That's what that movie's about.
0: And, you know, he, if he did walk in here, I would be Gene Wilder. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. Get me the fuck out of here. Give me, me the hell out of here. I'm not getting hot. What let you people take a joke? I'm nowhere near any of the correct lines on that. Uh, I'm not a bro I'm not a frat guy that remembers every line from a movie I enjoy a movie and I move <laughs> on with my life
3: do, do, I have a question I don't care but now that I'm thinking about it I'm, I'm curious does John Mayer still make music or does he just tour with other people and well, he's been with the dead for a while yeah, dead and company with the they're out with those guys and, I don't know the last
0: time he made I remember when I brought him up at Conan to the band I'm not going to say what band members because that's not fair to them but I remember the, we were all talking about how he's a horrible human being mm-hmm. right? and they had worked with him mm-hmm. And uh and again I will not, not all of them just maybe before the band members I will not tell anybody of who these people are. Uh you can rule out Labamba cuz he
3: doesn't talk. <laughs> um so uh is this I, pre or post Vivino? Let me just get my head around who you're talking to. Well, Vivino's been there from day 1. But didn't he leave at some point? No, no, no. No, oh, no. Who am I think I'm that. thinking I Max Weinberg. Yeah,
0: Max left. It. This is post
3: Max. Okay. I can tell you that.
0: Um and uh, although it was at the No, it was not. This one, I apologize. This it, was at the Tonight Show, so it was this Max Weinberg. was uh, yeah, it was the Max Weinberg Seven era. Okay, uh, at and the Tonight Show era, so there was a like I think there was eight actually because
3: mm-hmm. I, okay. I think we had a percussionist as well on that. Band. Good, that that changes the number, so now it's harder yeah. for people. to That's guess right, you are <laughs> talking about. This. There's a chance maybe I'm exaggerating this, by the way. I'm actually I'm talking about Jimmy Kimmel's band. Actually, yeah, I, I had to. Uh, I ran well, into don't the do stuff. that. We don't Babco. We can't uh, get <laughs> Babco out. Well, he can. Yeah, he could probably tell some stories too. Uh, uh,
0: at any rate, it, 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 and this is not a big story, but it, uh, it's a lot of setup for this to for. Uh, I I said, um, and I stand by this. Although they all tell me I'm wrong, I said, uh, yeah, he does. He is a horrible human. And they, again, they had stories about how he's a horrible mm-hmm. human being. And I say, yeah, he does seem horrible. I go, I go, but well, you know what? I think he's a great guitarist. They went, he's got no fucking soul. He's a horrible. He's oh. a mechanic. And they went <laughs> nuts on how he's not a good guitarist. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I think he's. I actually I don't know. And then they told me. Uh, uh, they they broke it down to the point like Elliot Hopeberg style where like I may if I didn't walk away I'd still be there listening (laughs) as to why I'm wrong about John Mayer being a good guitarist.
3: That's interesting I I don't know enough about guitar to judge that but I do think that if you get a sense of someone's personality and then you hear them play you're probably going to your, your your impression of them as a person is going to uh, color how you see them, positively or negatively. That's a good point. So if you don't like the guy, if he seems like a huge asshole, and he's like a snot-nosed 20-something white kid from Connecticut, like affluent upbringing, and then he's playing, you're going to go, eh, this isn't soulful. Right, not soulful. Which it probably isn't, but there, there's also like a lot of, you can fill in the blanks as to why that might be, and also if you didn't know anything, uh, you would just look at him you'd look at the on paper there it's not surprising to hear he doesn't have a
0: soul yeah I, again i don't I, I don't know i'm basically I, 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 they they all explained it to me and yeah. i still walked away going i think he's a good guitarist
3: like he's he sounds good to my ears let's get eric clapton on the on the horn i'd like to know oh, god, uh god, slow I can, hands opinion can not imagine how boring that is i want to be. know another affluent white guy's opinion of this guy god that's snooze <laughs> i think he's got a christmas album out uh, eric clapton does Is Eric Clapton? I don't know if he, I don't know what his upbringing was. I don't either. He could be a Duke or he could be a pauper. Uh, I imagine now he's a Duke. Yeah. But you you said upbringing. Well, not, yeah. Uh, Whatever. Yeah, I meant like, how did he, was he, did he grow up on the mean streets of Manchester or is he like a posh Londonite? I couldn't tell you. I don't know anything about him. If only
0: someone. (laughs) I just, I I know that he plays that Stratocaster in a slow, methodical uh, way.
4: I feel like, there was some interview where where he definitely like he was listening to albums the way the Beatles were but I don't remember if he was middle class I don't think he was upper class Who Clapton? Yeah. We're still on the same topic. Yep. <laughs>
3: Yeah, but what 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 I, happened in the three seconds between <laughs> when we were talking and when he said that? What happened to you? Because
0: you know, you're gonna, you're not, was, in fairness, it wasn't. I, I I was surprised he knew anything about Eric Clapton. That's okay. what it came down to. He, sure, he, yeah. he knows Paul Williams, and that's the extent of his musical oh, yeah. Paul knowledge. Williams that is totally Chaudet. fair. So the fact that yeah, yeah. so the fact that he had any input at all on Eric Clapton. That's why I said are we still talk about him because yeah, I, I yeah. thought maybe he went to, back to John Mayer. Like right. I I was trying to it, figure, it, figure right. something. Look, history out.
4: is on your side, Jimmy. Yes, I I could have completely blanked History. Out. How did I go? Oh, I'm getting a... History
0: has to uh, I apologize. This could be a doctor-related phone okay. call. I, I,
1: well, while you take that... Hello? Karen. He grew up believing his mother was a sister. This is he. What? Whoa. Yeah, his his grandparents stepped in as a surrogate parent and raised him because his 16-year-old mother okay. couldn't take care of him. Interesting.
3: That's uh, crazy business. Where did he grow up?
1: He grew up in...
3: I know a lot about uh, the geography of England, so uh, the, <laughs> just, just, Ripley, Surrey, England. There you go. What did we find out? Well, he thought his mom was his sister because oh, he that's was raised right. by his grandparents. His mom was 16 when she had him. I'm going to say that's not rich. Uh oh, maybe the grandparents had a couple of bucks. It's certainly, yeah, it certainly sounds like the kind of thing that would happen, not in a well, I mean, affluent family. But then again, actually, I feel like you, that could go either way. It could be on either extreme.
4: Yeah, if you're royal. Yeah. then you then You, you might, cover that up. Because you, you can't s- afford the shame or whatever
1: that you send,
3: is. You send that kid to the country for nine months. And, and then they're... your last
4: name is Snow or something.
1: Yeah, he's he's not a, a royal. Uh, but it <laughs> no, doesn't no, say- No, he's not a royal. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> say he's a... So he's not part of the royal family? No, he's not. He's not. Oh, he's, an, guess, is he, he's, he's a knight now,
0: though,
3: isn't he? Yeah. Is he Sir Clapton?
1: He must be. It doesn't say definitively whether he grew up poor, which normally it would. That's usually a selling point for an artist. Yeah, right. Right. Porn. Yeah, yeah. So but they don't, it, looks it doesn't like say what his
4: grandparents did for a living, for example.
1: No, it says uh, his. By the way, that's a lot of information for your offhanded comment about
0: comparing <laughs> him to John Mayer. Yeah, I still want to know a deep dive on EC. Yeah. Well, you see what have to it, baby. Huh? Name the can you Name all the bands Eric Clapton was in. Can you name? Uh, can you name any of them?
4: Cream.
0: Cream. Cream. All right. Name the other one. Uh, I want to say there's only two two famous the Yardbirds yeah
4: Yardbirds nicely
0: done mm-hmm mm-hmm right and then I then I believe uh, solo artist from there on out if I'm not if I'm not mistaken right he never joined another super group he never mm. joined another that's interesting like in the 80s it seems like he would have been a go-to he was yeah. he wasn't in
3: the yeah, I guess he wasn't in the Woolbury's, right. No, no, that would have been that would that would have made some
4: sense. Oh, boy, but. would have. Hey, let's get another bland white dude in
3: here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I hit. like all those guys. Deathly, Bob Dylan, Bob Dylan.
4: By the way, talking about somebody who has no soul. I mean, I know that Eric Clapton. Who, is, no, he's the fucking worst. He's a <laughs> snooze. You, you listen to his cover of uh, what's it called um, from uh, Jamaica. Oh, I shot the sheriff. Yeah, that's yeah. it's like he never heard the song. It's, it's so yeah. bizarre. I mean,
3: you could you could say that he's trying to make it his own, but in doing so, he made it very boring. <laughs> yeah.
4: That's a, there's about six Eric
0: Clapton songs that I absolutely adore. Sure. And I just used the word adore. Anybody, wow. anybody all
3: right with that? I'm,
4: I don't know if anybody, you're Jimmy. Anybody okay it's with that? Very odd.
0: Uh, I like, and uh, of course, Layla, that guitar solo and that piano breakdown. The fast a great break. fast break. version. That acoustic version, uh, you know, put a bullet in Eric Clapton's head, so I never have to hear that shit thing again. I mean, I Although don't hate they play it, it but I... Of his I
4: it, but if I have the preference, I'll the original one is the one.
0: Of course, yeah. That uh, that acoustic one's a snooze. Sometimes you want to snooze. No, I snooze, I
4: lose. That's oh, right. okay. no, that's fair. No, that's a good point. we have learned that. Sounds like you're a loser. Yeah,
3: <laughs> you said it yourself.
4: <laughs> you said it, Sometimes you, I like to be a loser. Your words, not ours. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> uh, I'm uh, just uh, agreeing
0: uh, with you. Self awareness. That's uh, that's the important thing. You're getting some, and we're glad to see it. Yeah, big loser. All right, shut, shut up. Are you? All right, Chatty right, right, loser. Got it. <laughs> shut, shut it down. Now. <laughs> Good for you. All right. Listen, everybody have a, a good Thanksgiving. And by
3: that, I'll ask these two as, the, uh, as we go around the sure, horn. Sure. But uh, you had a... Uh... I did. Nice and uh, relaxing. Uh, just kind of unplugged a little bit. Mm-hmm. Kind of don't like that term, especially in lieu of uh, Eric Clapton's later work. I oh, that's a... Uh, <laughs> I adore the fact that you don't want to it use did. the word unplugged. <laughs> but yeah, maybe that's what was in my head. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, nice meal. Nice... Uh, well, did you make the meal? At least did most of it. I cooked the bird. Nope. I hate that, too. Yeah. What are you doing well, over what's there? What's happening? I've turned into that guy. God,
0: there's no, there's nothing. Maybe there's nothing about Thanksgiving I hate more that people than, call oh, it let's the get the bird. bird. Let's get the bird. <laughs> yeah, you got to put the bird in the oven?
3: I guess somebody I was, checking the bird. I was just thinking the bird is the word, but. Uh, yeah. We've had that disagreement on this show. I, of course, think Greece is the Greece word. Greece is the word, yeah. Of course, <laughs> others think Johannesburg. There's a lot of options mm-hmm. for what is the word. I know yeah. it's up. Word, it is up, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was nice. Everybody you? say. Do you have a nice. Uh, the code word? No. No.
0: Oliver has been sick. Oh, jeez! Uh, remember when he, uh, this very show yeah. last week, I was uh, getting uh-huh. text messages. They were at the doctor. We've been to the ER. Oh, no. And no. the, the uh, urgent care, um, both. And they're at the doctor as we speak. Oh, my God. Um, mm. You know, he was on that field trip. Uh, right. Where he may or may not have gotten food poisoning. Right. But we're uh, 12 days in now, 13 days That's in. That's crazy. a long time. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but we were there on, um, we were at the ER on uh, Saturday. Wow. And then yesterday, it seemed like he was getting better. And then this morning, uh, he woke up uh, vomiting about uh, 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, God. And uh, he is not doing well. He is not doing well.
3: That's crazy for, uh, for that, for almost two weeks of that. That's yeah.
0: awful. So, you know, and he's a little guy getting blood tests. And so yeah. they're drawing a lot of blood. They're doing ultrasounds. They're doing all sorts <laughs> of stuff to figure out uh, what's going on with the little guy. And... Uh, it's awful and so uh did, i did not get a lot of sleep last night because of that in mm-hmm. addition to the fact that i can't roll over it on my left side because my effing shoulder yeah but uh uh so yeah so our, we had to cancel our thanksgiving plans and i had oh, to yeah. uh race to bristol farms mm-hmm. at uh 5 uh they closed at six on wednesday uh no on thanksgiving oh wow and um jesus had a race there and basically just bought got some deli turkey yeah. And uh, uh, they still had these, some packaged uh, stuffing and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. was actually very good. Bristol Farms, very good. But Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was very, uh, you know, almost like Bachelor Sad Sacky. <laughs> um, right. and, uh And then we just watched uh, the uh, two episodes of um, Mystery Science Theater, mm-hmm. uh, then two of the two of the, the new, new season, six. Yeah. The gauntlet, as uh,
3: they say. And, I, and it's a show I'm enjoying a lot. Yep too much <laughs> why is it called the gauntlet because i i've just seen jonah tweeting about it i or think posting
0: it's on uh I, I think it's just the the hook to hang this season on there mm-hmm. you know they're doing six of them and they're calling it the gauntlet and, and that he's being forced to watch six episodes six movies in a row okay which again if you're doing it streaming style it's you can watch them whenever you want
3: right i noticed that they did mac and me which is yes they did interesting it's like maybe the first time they've done a movie that i've heard of right <laughs> uh which I never saw. I remember when it came out. Unwatchable. Yeah, it was. Uh, what's the story? They it was like financed by McDonald's or something. That's the part that's. I know they gave money. Yeah. Because there's a lot of Coke and McDonald's uh, like product, product placement. Li- yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a, like a shameless rip off of ET, right? Like just yes. the same premise, basically. And
0: um, uh, just awful, just yeah. an awful, awful movie, and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, and then uh, there was a Lord of the Deep was another one. Um, Atlantic Rim was another one. So there. Uh these are more modern day, uh, you mm-hmm.
4: know, 8 80s, well, but Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, although those Atlantic then. Atlantic Rim might be like 20 2009 or like something. 2009 like or something. Yeah. Oh my god, really? Well, cuz yeah. it's 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 one of those direct to, to video uh, okay. movies that's like and, a yeah. and it's a rebuff of Pacific Rim. Ooh, right. What is wrong with me? You're having a tough time over there. So they they're throwing off the people on Netflix who are like, "Oh, well, you know Pacific Rim, but this Atlantic Rim must be the sequel, right?"
0: No, it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. Yeah. But uh, you know, they uh, they make it funny. They make it very, very funny. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the I uh, enjoy when they're talking to the screen. That's what I, that's part of that show that I enjoy.
3: <laughs> I saw, I happen to see on, on Instagram, Jonah had posted something about it. And, and uh, I just happened to see in the comments, I don't know why on Instagram, like if, if the person you follow responds, the person who posted the original thing, if they respond to a comment, then that rises up and you see, you see that, you don't see the other comments unless you drill into it, but you see the, that call and response if you will and so someone was like how do you guys remember all those riffs and uh, Jonah was just like we have a script it's written <laughs> 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 I was like how do you not get this they, yeah. they're, they're looking at it it's, <laughs> You're literally not even on camera like <laughs> they could be reading it right uh, like you see the back of their head I guess but uh, it's a good show it's a good show Our friend, yeah. uh, my friend
0: uh, of long time my friend of long time mm-hmm. uh, Tammy Golden is one mm-hmm. of the writers on there I've known Tammy since right. uh Boy, I want to say the, uh, boy, it's gotta be 20 something years, 20, almost 30 years. Probably no
3: Tammy gold. Yeah. Back in uh, the Chicago improv days. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh okay, yeah, You've told me that before and I, I didn't, but not until recently did I know that you knew her in Chicago? Uh,
0: yeah. Then uh, she's friends with my cousin, Dan as well. So like there's yeah, a, a cool. and uh, a weird
3: uh, connection there in that way that she's, she's, like, she's one of those people that I would, when I went to every show, I would see her at every show and every comedy show in LA and, uh, you know got to know her through all that stuff and uh yeah it's awesome that she's now uh living the dream yeah yeah she's a uh, she's a great nice person uh one of the nice I've ever met I mean that's sincerely
0: mm-hmm. uh uh speaking on nice people here's a story from the other night we went to uh w- while Oliver was sick we uh uh we did take uh, we took him to see the Champions of Magic at the Microsoft Theater mm-hmm. uh, uh, which he was very much looking forward to because he hadn't left the house in four or five days and uh, other than going to see doctors. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, well, I can, he's like, I don't know, I, could do. I think I could sit in a chair. So we, uh, the Microsoft is huge, as you know. Mm-hmm. It's the champions of magic, five magicians. Uh, winners apparently of some sort, <laughs>
2: um,
0: and we they have that pit which is about three or four rows right near uh, in front. Then there's a gap, and then there's the orchestra. Mm-hmm. So we had front row of the orchestra, oh, nice. uh, which are nobody in front of you, like beautiful amazing, seats, amazing, seats. and actually not all that expensive, sixty bucks a ticket. Wow, which I think for those seats yep. ridiculously cheap. Yeah, um, so we're uh, we're watching one of the champs. Do <laughs> uh, their through their magic, yeah. and uh, the uh, woman behind us uh, will not stop talking. The woman will not stop talking, hmm. and just as I'm about to say something, Danielle turns and says, uh, "Can you can you ladies please stop talking?" And uh, the woman he shoots Danielle a look, uh, just a uh, vicious daggers, mm-hmm. and then uh, back to the champs. <laughs> and, uh, watching them and uh, and then and they won't, this girl will not stop talking and so I turn around and go uh, and, and maybe t- ten minutes has passed mm-hmm. and, and 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 kind of ignoring it for ten minutes mm-hmm. and I turn around and say um, I go, "Sir, ladies, could you could you please stop talking? Why?" I go, "Because you're you're being it's being it's distracting. Uh, we're not bothering you." I go, "But, but you are." could you please and then danielle turns around and she goes you are being very distracting could you please stop talking you don't and they're talking in spanish by the way uh, to each other okay yeah, how do you even know what we're saying daniel goes it doesn't matter what you're saying <laughs> it's the noise it's the noise could you please stop yeah and then she the woman says something i forget what else she says mm-hmm. young girl she's there it's a parents it's a young not young 30 let's say 25 Oh, okay 25 and then the parents mm-hmm. um one girl and two
3: parents. One girl and two parents. Okay. But I
0: don't know that at the time. I think it's four of them. But possibly. when you say girl, a 30-year-old woman. Uh, 25. Okay. 25-year-old 25 young lady. Yeah. Um, and, and these older uh, folks. Right. And um, so then there's an intermission. And Danielle uh, needs to go to the bathroom. So she goes, I got to go to the bathroom. So she uh, goes up the aisle. And then I grab, uh, I grab our stuff. And then Oliver and I walk upstairs, I, I, I go up the stairs and Danielle sees us and she goes, why'd you bring the drinks? Are you afraid they'd poison them?
2: <laughs> and,
0: and I go, you know what? I did kind of bring them for that reason. I didn't yeah. want them to mm-hmm. do something because this girl, this woman was being so unpleasant. Yeah. So I then uh, got in line to get a, a
3: snack for act two at the championship. Was it the 25 year old who was responding? Oh, quickly? yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: The other woman was looking like we're we're out of our gourds for even saying something. Yeah. But the younger girl is the one who's being uh, just out snippy and rude and just, mm-hmm. oh, no, you know what I said to her at one point? I She goes, uh, as she's arguing with Danielle, I said, I go,
3: you're being very selfish. Mm-hmm. I go, there's other people around you. That's what I. That, that, yeah. So. Can I ask a quick question? Yes, of course. Is it possible that she was translating something for her parents? As I said to Danielle, I not still not acceptable. No. I. I, I
0: but. At least an explanation,
3: right? Um, like still, still, she could have said that. She could have been like, "Oh, I'm." But like, then you do it quietly, you whisper it. Or oh,
0: then you you go, "Okay." Then yeah. we at least would then understand and not right. be. But her initial response was, "Why?" That was her first words mm-hmm. when I said, "Please stop talking."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And again, very polite. You know, very polite. Yeah. Um. So I get in line for a snick and uh, and a snack, and I come to, I come down at the Doris Jers. And Danielle's on her feet. Oliver's on his feet. All three of them are on their feet. And there's three security guards. Oh. And I walk. out. God. I walked out. I go, hey, what's going on? Oh, God. And uh, the, uh, Daniel goes, well, we're uh, apparently I'm the bad guy here. Apparently I'm the bad guy for having asked these people to please stop talking. Oh, it turns out that the uh, security guy, that uh, the usher security guy, uh, knew them. Oh. And so Danielle uh, said to him, uh, hoping maybe to shame them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, could you tell your friends that they're being very? Because uh, they were still yelling. Yeah. They were. This woman was yelling at Danielle. Mm-hmm. Could you tell your friends to please stop talking? And he goes, "Can't. It's a public place. They're allowed to talk." <laughs> what?
2: That is. <laughs> and not Daniel true. goes.
0: So, so apparently that happened prior to my arrival. Yeah. Which is why then, because then Danielle said something to that guy. That's mm-hmm. why then others got involved. Right. I come down, I join this, and I, of course, you know me, I don't go zero to 12, right. I go zero to
3: 60. Yeah, there might be shoes in the air. <laughs> <laughs> We're close to shoes. And I
0: say, uh, I go, what's going on? Danielle said, I'm the bad guy, and and this guy goes, uh, and, and by the way, I wanted to throttle this usher anyway. This guy just, just seemed dumb. Mm-hmm. And he, he and he, oh, during the show, at one point, uh, there's like, uh, one of the magic tricks is that you could win a $1,000. You don't, mm-hmm. but because it's magic. Right. Uh, and, the, and he comes over and says to the guy, wouldn't it be good if you had one? Like to the, to his friends. So the usher's talking what in the middle of the show. Fuck? And so I said, I, uh, I, 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 well, what's going on? And the guy goes, yeah, I can't, I can't tell them to quiet down. It's a public place. They're all the talk. And I go, I go and I said, I go, that's your job.
2: Yeah. And
0: he goes, no, I can't, I, no, it's public. You can talk. And I go, it's your job, idiot. Oh, no. And Daniel goes, there's there's no name, no reason for names. And I was like, God damn it. I was so mad at myself that it happened, but it was like just guttural. And so Danielle, I just let her deal with it because she is a normal human being. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then the head of security comes. Mm -hmm. All of this is happening. While all this is happening, the guy says to me, why don't we take it to the parking lot? Oh, kill cool man! The, oh, what? Kill cool man! <laughs> oh my god! Like,
1: it, it's like, what?
0: And, and, I, and I have gone that. Sure, that makes the next logical step. Why don't we?
3: You and I probably yes. should go out and fight. Yeah, the and, the two elders of the parties will <laughs> settle this. What just?
0: Did this. What a ridiculous! Let's go. Why don't we take this to the parking lot? You're making a lot of noise for nothing. You're making uh. a lot of noise for nothing. And I, I, was like, I, I go, sir, I go, sir. I think I think parking lot might be, might be a little extreme. Do You think this guy's is he older than you? Your age, roughly. He's, he's a- one of those guys where you can't tell if he's fifty or eighty. Right, you know, okay. he's. he's I, I don't mean to be. Dis- uh, he looked. You know, he's a little overweight. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a mustache, so he's hiding something. <laughs> so, is Super Mario? It could have been <laughs> Super Mario. Uh, so he. So he says two to three times. Let's
3: go to the parking lot. Oh, I goodness. say
0: that's a little extreme. Which, yeah. by the way, is a little extreme. Like that's no your. No, that's your. That the next step is for us to fight.
3: Yeah. That's bananas. And then what? Uh, what what is he imagining that the winner of the fight will get what they want? Like if you won, would they shut the fuck up? Because <laughs> I don't, Cause, I might have taken him up on that. <laughs> like, what is it like? Let's way, negotiate. What kind a fight? I yeah.
0: don't think I win that fight. By the way, he was. Uh, yeah. he was Also, was like maybe six feet. It was, it was oh, a, he was he, a big guy. He was okay. a big dude. All right. And uh, Hector was his name. All right. Mm. And how'd uh, that come out? I'll tell you. <laughs> so then, the the daughter then says something to me. And I and I and I don't remember what she said and I turned I just turned to her and I said uh just so you know when you tell this story you're not the hero.
2: <laughs>
0: I go you are we we just asked you nicely to stop talking. Don't talk to me that way. I'm not your wife. I go oh I would never talk to my wife this way. <laughs> and and then Hector, that's what Hector goes, let's take it to the parking lot. He went, again, that's what he right. said the second or third time. Right. And <laughs> and now, and then Danielle's dealing with security and and, it, and Oliver's just standing there. The magic, the champs are about to take the stage again. Right. Um, and so then the head of security goes, uh, uh, no, no, we're still waiting. And then some other woman comes over and goes, you know, there's a way to ask people to be quiet. And Daniel goes, we said very politely, well, we were told you told them to shut up. And, and Daniel goes, I never said that. We would never say that. And, uh, so then he said, well, let's go out to the hallway. And so now we have to go to the hallway to wait for the head mm-hmm. of security.
3: He uh, he said, OK, well, you know, go back to your seats. Uh, I'll take care of it. Did he at least ag- agree with the premise that they shouldn't be talking? Did anyone ever give you satisfaction no! on that? front? No, <laughs> Jesus. It's no! like you're in an alternate reality. Who the oh, fuck says it's OK to talk in a theater? Right. So then Danielle even said, my son, not my son, my apologies.
0: My husband is a performer. He performs on stage. Uh, you know, X amount of times a year. Yeah. Uh, the number one job of the, an usher is to quiet the audience while somebody else is performing. It's just disrespectful to the performers. Yeah. And uh, nope, we can't do anything, nope. And like, nope, nobody giving satisfaction, none. Wow. So then the head of security uh, comes over to deal with our nonsense, mm-hmm. and uh, he goes, okay, I, I, don't worry, go back to your seats, I'll, uh, I'll remove them. And I was like, I, okay, but, but now the show's starting. I go, don't make a scene. Like yeah. I, now, now we're the now we're the scene. We've already been a scene, by right, the way. Right. And he goes, no, it won't be a scene. So <laughs> we go and and uh, there's three seats, kind of a little bit to the left, not our seats. And I said, let's just sit here until they kick them out. I mm-hmm. don't want to be punched in the back of the head, right. you know, while they're getting kicked out. Mm-hmm. So they um, we're waiting in the seat, and all of a sudden, uh, one of the other ushers gets up calls the three of them over uh, they uh, uh oh the the head of security said he's also going to talk to the other usher mm-hmm. and uh to which i daniela like like he should be fired yeah. he's not good at his job
3: right. he's not good at his he's job. palling around with his buddies who who uh, maybe he got them their tickets maybe right. that's why they're could be there. their son
0: like i don't know who this guy is right it like,
3: could be that woman's brother like right so uh some
0: usher calls them they get up Move them to the front row. That's their punishment. (laughs) Their punishment is to get rewarded to move to the front row because the asshole three white people are... uh,
4: That is fantastic. Yes. It does does solve the problem, except for the performer who now has to hear them in the front row talking. The champs now get punished. Right? Yeah. So... Uh, so they're
0: in the front row, and Danielle, like, and we're just like laughing. I'm like, well, of course. Yeah. Of course. Why wouldn't that be
3: the solution? Give them the front row. It's funny because they obviously could have also moved you guys to the yeah. front row, but
4: that wasn't their choice. It wasn't, wasn't one of the options. Well, they weren't on your side. They didn't, they but didn't also, agree with your premise. But, but I, right.
3: I agree with the choice based on diffusing it. That's the right move because these people are like ready to, there's at least one of them's ready to fight you. He wants to go to the
0: parking lot. Right. So
3: <laughs> to, 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 to reward them at least. It it solves your problem and it it, it, it doesn't rile them up. And, I don't and, disagree with that, but it's also it it you know it, it, it
0: rewarding bad behavior is always infuriating. Yeah, it's, it's it's terrible. So then uh, this uh, magician named Carla or Kayla might have been her name. I enjoyed her uh, female champion. <laughs> she. Uh, uh she uh, uh come on to michael berger's or michael sit right there if you would there look at michael berger looking terrific as if he's going on television the cameras are always camera ready michael berger sit down and shut up so uh He, uh, so then uh, Kayla says, I I need a volunteer. And who gets picked? Hector.
3: Hector. Oh, boy. The guy.
0: So not only do they get the front row, now Hector's on stage. Yeah. And the truth is, Hector, Hector was a a perfect prop for her. Like, he Uh he played along. He was fine.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, And then uh, that was it. So then. uh, Oh, if only he had won the (laughs) $1,000. Oh, Hector. Uh, I know his buddy was talking about it. (laughs) it, Unreal. Unreal. That is crazy. What a crazy story. Real. Right? I've never heard of a situation where someone is being chatty in a theater, even a movie theater, let alone a live performance live setting. Live performance magic where you need to be paying attention to the magician. Right, where the staff is like, no, no, that's the oh. the rules are they can talk because rule, it's public. Because
4: it's public. <laughs> what, what, what kind of logic
3: is that? That's bonkers.
4: J- Jimmy, how, how big is the audience in this theater at this point?
0: It's the Microsoft. So, I mean, that's... Was a, it full? No, good Christ. They're not, <laughs> these aren't the grand champions. <laughs> they're just the champions of magic. These are.
4: Uh, so we're we talking 10,000? Oh boy! I think it it only seats like what?
0: Five,
3: 6, 000, five or six. Yeah. I, we've looked this up before. What's the Microsoft? Seventy-five, seventy-three. Uh, what, are there like are there twelve hundred people there? Are there five hundred people there?
0: It was it was Nashville uh, yeah. attended.
3: Okay, I can't. It was I, c- I couldn't put uh, my finger. Christa
0: Berg may have had more. <laughs> uh-huh. And remember, Christa Berg was me and seven other people. <laughs> right, um, 7, people. seventy one hundred. Seventy one, What did I say? 7,300? Yeah, it doesn't bullseye. seem that big. It's so weird. it's huge. It yeah. goes it goes back so right. deep right. and goes way high. Right. Uh, I would. I mean, maybe three thousand.
4: Okay. Ma- maybe. All right. Mm-hmm. Maybe. So you're gonna hear some people chitter chattering if they're. But this is
0: chitter chatter. <laughs> yeah. And if you tell the uh, the usher that you shut him up, you don't you, you you don't you're not told you're wrong.
4: Yeah.
3: It's weird. What a weird hill to die on too for those people. Like, no, we will not be told to stop talking in a theater. We will we will fight you on this. Right? We will fight for our right to continue being rude to you. My, Michael,
0: what you Michael Burgers here. Michael, of course, you recognize him from his uh, many television shows that he hosted over the years. He's a uh, good man, a funny man. He's, uh, he guy you got a coloring him um, Buck. <laughs> Michael Berger, uh, Michael, what you missed is that my wife and I got into a fight at the Champions of Magic show at the Microsoft over the weekend because well, we asked we the people to stop talking. To
5: the of magic. <laughs> Why are you against
3: magic? My son loves magic. There's a microphone right there, too, if you want to. No, I don't care.
5: Oh, right. <laughs> well,
3: do I get elevated to the oh, IKEA also, at some point? Or I just... At some point, you'll come over to the IKEA. There's no question oh, about it.
5: Wow, what a professional organization.
3: Yeah, Garen, it's I Garen's guy. job to flip that mic. I was a little late. You, you were late.
0: I slipped wow, my, my mic. Garen was late. He was busy dying his head.
5: <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs>
0: the bottom or the top no kidding that is like, that's like a pause egg <laughs> it's like you put that little metal thing around your neck and di- somebody held <laughs> upside down and dipped nice. just
5: the top people you work with people who show up for nothing <laughs> do people realize who watch this there's no money at this we do this because we like you <laughs> well you don't get any money well I don't like you so it's fair <laughs> <All> right, <perfect.
0: laughs> uh, so you got in an argument because because these uh, the people behind us would not stop talking oh. and uh, somehow again the the ushers uh, the story you meant the ushers sided with the talkers. They did not side with my wife and I. We were somehow the bad guys. We were the villains. Was it a good show regardless? Here's the thing. It was kind of... Now, Oliver loved it. Uh, but it was kind of magic 101. You kind of... Mm had seen, like, all great, they make a car appear out of nowhere, they make a boat appear out of nowhere, like all great stuff, but it's kind of stuff we've all seen, hmm. again, because my son loves magic, we've been almost every magic show that comes to any big mm-hmm. venue.
5: You know Seinfeld's line about magic, right? No! Here's a quarter, now it's gone, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That distills it, doesn't it? Well, that's
0: the shortest joke Jerry's ever written. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How did he not overwork that bit? <laughs> Holy smokes. He couldn't tighten nine more screws <laughs> yeah. on that joke?
5: I don't know how day and date we are with this show or if this We're goes day into day a day. ground somewhere and then comes back up 50 years from now. But uh, Ricky Jade just passed away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The now there's a, all. Uh, Michael, here's another thing you don't know about our program. There is something called the
0: Never Not Funny Curse, where if we mention some obscure person, oh. within two weeks they die. They die. Did
5: you mention him recently?
1: Garen seems to think we mentioned Ricky J. I searched the, I searched my computer for Ricky J and nothing came up. Nothing so came up. Yeah, but your notes, notes
5: suck. <laughs>
1: my <laughs> notes are very lengthy. <laughs> your notes are horrible. No. They're horrible. I, I Give me an usher.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just tried to look up something last night and I couldn't find of it. Of course not. I was, horrible. To, I was trying to find the Apple D app conversation. No mention of Apple D app in that episode. It, well, that only How early. did you spell it? I, I don't know. I just—I I don't even know how I spell. I read it. through your entire notes and didn't see a mention oh. of Apple the yeah.
0: but I it will. But at I some see. point, those notes will say, uh, and then Jimmy liked my shirt. Like, <laughs> like that's a—that's an important note of the yeah. episode.
5: It's basically. Notes but a nine-minute
1: story doesn't get mentioned. <laughs> yeah. well,
5: are you the uh, stenographer of the show? Do you keep track of what happened? Yeah. That's What he's supposed to do. Yeah. That's what he's supposed yeah. to do. Oh, I
1: see. I am very lengthy, lengthy.
5: He's got—he's really got three
0: things to do. Get—get uh, get me a drink. Welcome the guest. Walk him through what's about to happen, and take notes. Well, he did
5: that well. I, I was oh, good. It, he goes, "There's a seat when you come in." Okay. Okay. And that was that, but Michael there was no, I, I didn't know what the ramp up, you know, I, I've i done my homework. I know how big a podcast this is. Yeah. I understand what's at stake, <laughs> but I thought there might be a little introduction. I come in, it's hot. Things are rolling. Oh yeah, things are hot. What if I wasn't prepared? What what if I wasn't camera ready, as they say? Well, we roll with that.
3: That's Garrett's job, to let, to let you know that we are on air.
5: He did tell you we were on air, correct? He did not. Hmm. I, Oh, we're not live. Fa- okay. Not but live. But we're on we're the alive. air. Nobody well, we're edits. We're- this doesn't get edited. I've seen right. the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you think it would be two and a half hours long if it was I left edits? my car running. Is that a problem? <laughs> I don't, I don't
0: it think did. it will be. I think you're good to go. Uh, all right. Let's take a break. Michael Berger is here. Mm-hmm. Michael, of course, you
5: recognize him from television. Let me interrupt if I may. Yeah. So I get to go sit over there eventually? At the break. Ah.
3: <laughs> wow. We like to build it up, so you're really excited when you get here. No,
5: I've, I've seen, I've watched Conan, big names, and then again, a $9 table. I'm not excited about <laughs> sitting over at the Ikea place. It's a nice table. It's a kid's table. It's a solid <laughs> table. This is not a
0: child's table. How dare you?
5: All right. That's the kid's table. <laughs> That's <the> kids table. <laughs> it's a table for That's one. That's the airline table I had last night. Yeah. Were you on a plane last night? It could have been. Let's get to the good stuff. <laughs> I want to know about uh, you on the plane. I travel a lot. Where were you? Denver.
0: Colorado. Were you there for no, the, the
5: other Denver? <laughs> Were you at the football game? Is that why you're up there? No. I've got people I had to meet. I'm talking about you. Some big things working for Jimmy Pardo. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, had a meeting about you. Don't believe any of those words. Good. Let's go to break.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now I'm not going to just a spite. <laughs> Sounds you. like we got a new host.
5: Let's talk, let's talk about my books then.
0: Would well, you want to do that now? No, let's go to break. All right. <laughs> want to talk about your comic book, your coloring book?
5: Well, give some time for me to autograph them to you. I, I'm fine. I don't need the signatures, Michael. Oh, I appreciate that. If your name is Dave, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we'll be back. Right. Exciting news
3: for the holidays. There are new items over at podswag.com slash nevernotfunny. We have some new stuff available to you there and more coming. But right now, all I can tell you is uh, what I told you last week, actually, which is that there's uh, all of our tour posters from 2018 are available right there. What do we got? Bloomington. We got uh, Brooklyn, Minneapolis, uh, the most recent Boston, DC, Virginia beach, all of these posters, zanies Zanies in Chicago. Thank you for reminding me, Jimmy. Uh, those are all at podswag.com slash never not funny. All of them are signed by Jimmy and myself. And, uh, I don't know. I feel like they make a great gift. If you, uh, if you know someone, uh, who loves never not funny or just give it to yourself for uh, the holidays i think that's a good way to go too so if you even if you just want to look at what these cool posters look like i, I enjoy the uh, jordan hudkins designs quite a bit and if you want to look at them maybe you went to a show and you didn't get a chance to buy a poster uh this year or maybe you didn't even get to see us live this year uh but you still want a, a memento from one of those live shows go to podswagcom slash never not funny and pick up your tour poster today
0: Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, you're in a
3: festive spirit today. Well, thank you, Matt, for noticing. The holidays are approaching, aren't they, they Matt? They are, really. close. Uh, my son reminded me today that they're, um, I guess, they're four weeks and one day away.
0: Well, you may be thinking about how you're going to save some extra money because you're going to have to buy gifts for your children. Well, now is the best way to consolidate your high-interest credit card balances to a lower rate and save, Matt, with Lightstream. Oh, yeah, Lightstream. Lightstream offers credit card consolidation loans from 6.14% APR. That is... With auto pay, Mm -hmm. compare that, Matt. Compare it. I will to the national average credit card interest rate of over 19% APR. You get a loan from five to one hundred thousand dollars. That's five thousand to one hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and you can even get your money as soon as the day you apply. (laughs) What I'm telling you is, if you've got the kind of backstory, yeah, that you go, uh, hey, I'm going to go online. Hey, I need a cool. Hundred (laughs) K? Yeah. (laughs) You sign up. You could. You possibly could. uh, All of a sudden, you go to your. uh, your I got the money right now.
3: There it is. Yeah, it's right in the bank.
0: The application is one hundred percent online. There are no fees. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a great interest rate. Yeah. Uh, you were talking about uh, maybe doing some rebuilding over at the house.
3: Yeah, we uh, we only have one bathroom in our house, and uh, that's not working. Uh, never did, but it's, you know, <laughs> well, old, now as they get older, the older the kids get, the the worse it is to try to share. I can't
0: imagine coming home like you guys are out let's say you're at disneyland mm-hmm. and then you got that drive coming home there's four people that all have to use yeah. the restroom
3: yeah you ever go to the backyard uh i've sent charlie to the backyard you have sure. yeah i've done it once or twice but uh, i'm but with I him mean, it's like you can just go in the yard son like, i think
0: uh, look we're not animals yeah and you know me i'm felix Unger, right but i think taking a leak in the backyard is not
3: a crisis but, like i but i'm very like the, the time i did it that i'm thinking of i like had to find okay i'm the garages here the wall is here like where can I be where there's no chance at all that anyone's gonna see me you know I just was very like because I I grew up on a farm where you could just pee anywhere right. like it didn't matter. But like when you have neighbors, I just was very self conscious about it. So I, I I think the solution that you were alluding to is that we need to um, add on to our very small house or I go up on the roof. <laughs> just whiz from the roof, just whiz down. Okay, yeah. Uh, but yeah, maybe uh, maybe this is the way to go. This maybe might go be. Listen,
0: I think uh, instead of taking out a second mortgage, yeah, uh, go to Lightstream. Mm-hmm. Um, listeners can say save even more, Matt. That's you. You're listening to me at the moment. I am. Um, uh, an additional I'm sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> you can save even more with an additional interest rate discount. The only way to get that discount is to go to lightstream.com slash pardo. Mm-hmm. L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash pardo. That is P-A-R-D-O, standard spelling. Subject to credit approval. You got your credit? I do. Rate includes a 0.50% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit Lightstream.com slash Pardo. Matt, I recommend you do it. And I recommend you do
3: it today with Lightstream. The better way to borrow. I don't know what that is. was oh, jingle bells. Jingle yeah. Bell. yeah. Frosty the snowman. Oh. That sounds nice. Jimmy, you seem to be in a very festive
0: mood. Well, today. gift shopping for him yeah. can seem impossible. Yeah. Thankfully, is Matt Is that why
3: you never get many gifts?
0: We made a decision early on not to give yeah, gifts. Yeah,
3: but then Garen mucked it up by giving hey, us a can month we, early. Hey, we agree on that now that he's not in here? Yeah. He gives
0: us gifts. Yeah, the guy really with the everything. Le- but the least income in this room gives us gifts. How are we and, supposed to not give
4: him a gift? Right. Get? And by the way, we know that it's not, I don't know if I'm being recorded. We know that it's not something that he got for free from, from Pop Culture Beast. No, he he actually went to, yeah. he went. And got things, very thoughtful things, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's, it's He's tough. a real
4: dick. He <laughs> yeah.
0: put... Because we don't, we never, we don't give gifts on the show. It's, we kind of made a decision early right. on around my dining room table when Matt gave us, a, gave me a hat.
3: Right? <laughs> yeah, like hey, let's not That's do sort of this right. again. It's weird and awkward. Well, mm-hmm. you made it awkward. And, well, because I'm not good at accepting. Never things. wanted to experience that awkwardness again. <laughs> 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 yes,
0: but then here comes Johnny uh, Pa. I
3: know. Goodness.
0: Again, very thoughtful, kind gifts. Yep. But now, well, here's what I'm going to do.
3: Okay, yep. I'm going to go to
0: Harry's. Oh, nice uh, Thankfully, Harry's uh, makes a long-lasting, quality product at a su- super reasonable price, with sets starting at just ten bucks. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't love it, return it quick, hassle-free.
3: Oh, that's nice. <sighs> oh my gosh. Oh, oh boy. Oh. Just something take you by surprise. Oh my. Isn't that that return policy? I didn't oh, know about that. I hadn't that, seen that, that before. Shocking. Uh, special offer for fans of this show. That's the Never Not Funny Podcast. Yeah. We've
0: partnered. With Harry's to give you five bucks, bo- five bucks. <laughs> wow. What about, bo- Do- bo- bo- what bo- what about bo- Dr. Phil? <laughs> five bucks. I give you $5 off any shave set, mm-hmm. including our limited edition holiday set. When you go to harrys.com slash pardo. Okay. Plus, you're going to get free shipping.
3: This offer is for new and returning customers. Oh, so if you're already using Harry's, it doesn't matter. You can jump in on this. Uh, it's only available for the holidays. Um, I'm getting a text message from Elliot who is sitting three feet away from me. And it's a response to a text from Garen who must've, why now his ears I, were burning. And
4: you know what? I didn't, it didn't occur to me that your phones would buzz. Idiot.
3: <laughs> we're in the middle of a commercial. We're in the middle of a
2: commercial.
4: I know. You got, you got, this.
3: Uh,
0: each Harry shaving set comes with an ergonomic weighted handle with an option to
3: engrave. Engraved handle? That's a very nice Christmas idea.
0: Or Hanukkah. A little JP on there?
3: For me. Oh, okay. What would yours have? MGB. You'd go with the middle? I think when you engrave initials, you want to do the full shot. Do
0: you like, Matt, when you do the initials, I don't like when they put the, uh, like a giant, like in your case, a giant B in the middle
3: oh, and then the M and G on the sides. It does. It, uh, it's My whole life, it's made no sense to me. My parents had, like, hand towels like that with their whatever on it and i was just like eh, why what no. that's confusing makes no sense you're you're like as a kid you're just learning how letters go in, in a certain a wrong, order right? and you're like no now we're flipping it this one yeah. goes in the middle now but in your, in, for these towels yeah. uh, would it be like uh like a b and then a, a t and an m on each side i'm like trying to remember their initials? I, I think it was just my mom's. Like, like somehow she just had towels with oh. her. Oh, Michael! She was already had one my, foot out the my, door. My, Michael, you see these clues. <laughs> <laughs> was like, uh, this is on my wish list, just uh, in case anyone wants to get me some towels with uh, my own initials on them." Uh, yeah, maybe they each. I think they had a set where, like, one it was like his and hers. So, like, there were ones with hers and one with his. You know what I mean? I do. Do you know what his and hers means? <laughs> Can I spell that out any further? Respond to me. <laughs> I'm right here. I'm listening. <laughs> you weren't giving me any feedback.
0: I got. I said. Yes, 3,000 times. You
3: were just looking at me.
0: (laughs) I'm listening. I don't know what you're going to... It was his
3: and hers. If that's what happened, I apologize. They were his and hers towels, I think. Now I don't know what that means. What is that? (laughs) One
0: of them had hers. I see. And one of them had his. I see. All right.
3: Towels. Yep. And I've told the
0: story before on this very show about uh, when we did the class prophecy in in high school, where you you predict what people will be doing 20 years down the line. And anybody that had the same last name, we said, you know, like uh, Matt Belknap and Susie Belknap uh, end up uh, getting married years uh, yeah. and blah, blah, blah and, uh, have, matching mm-hmm. and, so-and-so and so-and-so have matching luggage and so-and-so and so-and-so matching luggage. And there were two twin brothers, Ray and Tony Barrera. And we said, and they end up getting, uh, you know, matching luggage. And uh, guess which two guys did enjoy that joke? <laughs> did someone get punched? <laughs> uh, one of them wanted to, uh, if, dare I say it, wanted to go out to the parking lot.
3: Oh, boy. Yeah. That's a, uh, I forget
0: awkward. what. It, that's one of those situations, and and, and uh, I'm certainly speaking out of school here, literally, because it's been <laughs> decades. Right. Uh, one's an asshole and one's a good guy,
3: and you don't know which is. I which.
0: don't. I don't. <laughs> and it's not my Sklar Brothers joke right. where I
3: joke. You literally. In this don't.
0: case, there's like people will tell you, "Oh, Ray's a good guy, Tony's an asshole," or vice versa, mm-hmm. and apparently hmm. history is there. Right. All right. I wouldn't know. They could both walk in right now. I wouldn't know them. All right.
3: And by the way, they both have to walk in. because. Ladies I'm, and gentlemen, please welcome the Berreres. Ray and Tony
0: Barrera. <laughs> uh, anyway, here's what you're going to get with Harry's. And, uh, that weighted handle engraved that we talked about. German engineered five plate cartridges, cartridges that provide a close, comfortable shave. Foaming shave gel
3: with a rich ladder, lather. No ladders included.
0: A travel cover to protect your blades. A handsome holiday gift box. Or just want something for yourself. Hmm redeem a Harry's trial offer to experience the quality of shave before committing. Get your holiday shopping done early. Free shipping ends on December 12th. Yeah. So act
3: now. We have one of those nice dot boxes, yeah. don't we? Let's let's uh, at least for the players club video people, they can see sure. how nice this box looks. Where
0: is it? Did I Garen know. take it home? Maybe. Oh, his
3: gift. we gave it. Oh, good. We gave it to Garen. We, we don't it have to. Merry hey, hey, Christmas, buddy. We're all set. We're all set.
0: Okay. Enjoy, enjoy your Harry's. It is a beautiful. Anyway, the, the box is beautiful. It's yeah. Very, very nice. Nice. Uh, Go to harrys.com slash pardo. That is H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com slash pardo to get to five bucks off a shave set. That is five dollars off a shave set with free shipping. If you act before December 12 by going to harrys.com slash pardo. Harry's a
3: better way to shave.
0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2316, uh, and again, uh, Michael, my son is sick, so I'm, I, my phone, I'm only looking at it occasionally in case my wife needs to, they're at the uh, doctor as they speak, oh, uh, right. so in case I get a uh, text message of uh, 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 some sort of urgency. Of a virus, or E. coli, He's been dealing with, the,
2: you
5: know what, I'm not, I, 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 mm. E. coli is not off the table. Interesting. Not off the table. Good well, theory. there's not much you can do for that, just let nature take its course. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm not a doctor, but. It's been 12 days. I did play what, Oh, well, I would leave now. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. well, yeah. but you just got here, and you live down in,
0: don't you? You're like in Long Beach.
5: Yeah, born raised. Wow. and raised. Made the drive up for you. Thank you. You know, lots of traffic. I left at 4. Boy, this 4A? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's heavy traffic. <laughs> but you get stuff done on the drive. I understand. I'm thinking of my ad libs coming in. What will I say to Jimmy? I hope he thinks I'm funny. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this, though, honestly. No, the answer, I can tell you in advance, no, I do not. <laughs> Look, was well, that your question? No. No. Yeah. Good. We're it's going good to be question. doing all the questions, right? But I want one. Yeah. Just from me to you. Yeah. Honestly. Yes. Who canceled? <laughs> Why am I here? Not one person, honest to God. You not, called me Saturday. It was Saturday, I, I, admittedly. Yeah. Admittedly. And then I'm I, I'm guessing you booked further in advance than that.
0: Uh, generally, the, there are times where we're booked weeks and weeks in advance, and sometimes there are times where we're not. You don't fill in
5: There's something funny going on.
0: Nope. Here. Nope, this was a, uh, I misread the calendar. I, I prefer... misread, and by the way, Michael, here's the truth. I didn't, and I got an email today, or text message saying, hey, so-and-so is good to go for today, and I went, I just confirmed another person, oh. and I can't be a well, dickhead
5: and back that well, person Well, let's be out. fair. Bigger name? Yeah. Yeah, because there have been many big names here. Yeah. I, do you want to call them? you want to <laughs> sit gonna, in? Uh, nope. Do you think this will go well enough to where you feel good about this decision? I, I do, because <laughs> this person will do another day. Hmm. And I knew you were in Long Beach, so I couldn't uh, pull the trigger and say, hey, Michael, uh, <laughs> well, turn around. Well, if we're speaking truth, you yeah. want to know my side of it? Yeah. When you call Saturday. He didn't call, by the way. It's just an email. There's no personal connection with <laughs> <we. laughs> I mean, how much to pick up a phone, but nothing. Right. Hey, also, would you, would you, I, I don't think you said consolation. I had an opening. I think you said something like that. And I said, absolutely. And then I get the follow-up email for directions. And I went, oh, I have to be, I thought it was just going to be over the phone. Why would it be over the phone? Well, a podcast. No, this is you talk like human beings in person, people. Yeah, says the guy oh. who didn't bother to pick up the phone. <laughs> but so then, I said yes so quickly, thinking I could just be in my home office in a pair of sweats. Oh, and now I got to drive two days to get here. Yeah, <laughs> so this this makes it much more. Um, well, what would you say?
0: Uh, important. Yeah, but it's also your choice to live in Long Beach. That's no, uh, not get, You've made a decision.
5: Wow, you. That seems. Pointed it seems pejorative. Seems like there's anger there. Uh, I would live there too if I could. I, Born and raised there, and even when I had a couple of steady shows, I liked leaving Hollywood, whatever it is, and coming home to a group of what you know would yes. be considered normal. I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, our friend If uh, I was the biggest good. name in Long Beach, that should tell you who's there. Well, you know who is there. <laughs> Wendy McClendon covey is there. Vicky Lawrence is Vicky Lawrence also there. When I was hosting Match Games, she was a celeb guest, and we got to talking about where. Each of us lives, and she goes, "Hey, we can carpool." I went, "Nah," <laughs> <laughs> and not for the reason that sounds sarcastic, but I don't want to. I don't want to chat with a guest before seeing them, sure. certainly on TV or whatever. Well, you want to wait until she has to yeah. fill in
0: that uh, that gap.
5: She right. was a great game player. You enjoyed Vicki Lawrence. Oh, great! You still see her around the neighborhood? We shop. Where, where do you go? Whole Foods or Whole Foods, uh, right Gelson's? Or you know, and go ahead and screw up the labels so they're not all st- straight. <laughs> you and Vicki do that. That's a little job you do. Let me tell you about Vicki Lawrence. Uh, she was such a great game player, and one of our $5,000 bonus round giveaways, it's Vicki and a contestant and myself, and I'm the host of the show. Match game. Yeah. Uh, in the uh, the 90s version. 98. Yeah. Mm. There would have been a 99, but we got canceled. What happened? You were only on one season, Michael? Yeah. It seemed like because it was it was Gene Rayburn. It seemed longer. Yes, it
0: did. And I mean, that complimentary. It was uh, then was Ross Schaefer was before you. Buddy of mine. Yeah. Uh,
5: So it was uh, Rayburn, then Ross Schaefer, then you. We got, you know, in syndication, you know, you kind of get the slot you get until another show gets canceled. Then you move into a better slot in L.A. We were on opposite Oprah. Ooh, that's not a good spot. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. And then we've got moved to 2 o'clock in the morning, and that's a whole other audience that, you know, sees you at the market going, I'm George's show. <laughs> My wife is ill and I need some medicine. <laughs> uh, so I've got Vicki Lawrence and this contestant, and I want them – the hosts, as you know, the hosts want the contestant to win. That's a better show. Yes. And it's uh, Blank House. That's what they have to get. Well, hey, Wait, can we play? Let's play along. Let's sure. play along. Blank House. And you know what? Do it. We're putting money in. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, we're putting uh, money in. Here we go. So I need your best response. What <laughs> yeah. are we betting on? Right, here, what are betting on? Do it, do it, do it, do it. Hang on, Jimmy. Wait, let, let this play. Okay. Jimmy, I need your best response. Oh, oh my, There's the music. Yeah, over here.
4: Oh,
3: That's yeah, you don't have
5: headphones. Sorry. I hear it. All
3: right, money. What are, are we betting on what the contestant said? No, we're going to go, what it is? What
0: the. What, the, uh, what Vicky
5: said? What Vicky said. So we're, we're trying
0: to, yeah, we're trying would,
5: to match Vicky. Right. In the bonus round, a celeb and you go head to head, and if you match. All right, so we're trying to bet. Uh, we're trying to... Uh, but this undermines a little bit of where you're headed here, because as a host, yeah. <laughs> I, I I do this. Okay, Jimmy. Yes. Um, good luck. I need your best response to White House. <laughs> oh, you fucked it up. Oh, you... Um, money back. Money back. <laughs> money back. I, I gave money. the answer because I so wanted you to guess it correctly that right. it was in my head. That and is And then so I hear, funny. stop, and I'm looking around going like, what? What's your problem? And they go, well, you gave the answer. <laughs> and I went... Oh, that's a different show. <laughs> yes, it that's is. a much better show. When I say, just say what I say. Yeah, <laughs> might be a good name for a show. So you thought White House would be the? Uh, you thought that was the best answer. As it turns out, they had to throw out the whole question. And we had to start all over again because now, then yeah. you have other backups ready to go. Of course they do. They're prepared at the off chance you're. Well, an idiot. you know, in game shows, we shot seven a day. That's a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. we do four and three. You'll love this from a guy who knows audiences. You know, when you when you shoot that many, they bring in two audiences. We do four. Lunch Break 3. And I'm always curious, since I came out of that audience world doing sitcom warm-up and all that, right. who's my crowd? How's the crowd tonight? We shot at CBS. We shot on the same stage. They're doing Price is Right. Hallowed Grounds, right? Mm-hmm. So I see them all coming in, and I look at the clipboard, and she goes, oh, uh, yeah, uh, PIP is here, PIP. And I thought, oh, Postal Instant Printing. Yeah, that's going to mm-hmm. be our audience. She goes, no, uh, People in Progress. Which means? Rehab House. <laughs> oh, for three mm-hmm. shows. Mm-hmm. And well, the, a lot of twitching in the, in the front. Yeah. you know, not as not as good a crowd as you think. I wouldn't think they'd be good at all. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. uh, not even that good. No.
3: So Jimmy, I, what were you gonna say for Blank House?
5: No, yeah, Blank House. I would have said Brick House. That's oh, that was the oh, first thought. That was my first yeah. thought. I I house, white house. house. What
4: else? I also had Brick House as my first thought.
5: I did think
1: Brick House, but I was gonna say play or playing house, like
5: a brick house, isn't that
1: average white brand,
5: brand uh, Commodores? Or? Commodores. Actually. Yeah. Good. good. Mm, brick. Ding, ding. Ow. House. Ow.
0: My Ow. tail doesn't at all hang out because she's a brick. Brick. House. I didn't uh, set you up for that. No, you did not. So stop doing it. Right? No. <laughs> Whoa, don't like this character. Uh, all right, Michael Berger is here. Uh, Michael, Jimmy i got to go around the horn. Let me say hello to everybody and uh, welcome everybody in. Michael Berger, of course, as you mentioned, was the host of Match Game. And I, I thought—I literally thought you were on for three or four years. I think we did 135 episodes. Well, that's a, nice. yeah. that's a good number. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Vicki Lawrence was a regular. it's great. For some reason, you guys tried to make Nell Carter sexy. I thought that was a very <laughs> odd. She did that on her own. It was, <laughs> And no. Carter she'd run towards the camera shaking her boobs it was the weirdest choice she just had
5: a narrow path to get through so. I see we'll George talk. Hamilton was the surprise he was as f- he was funnier than, than I ever you enjoyed George Hamilton George yeah George was wickedly funny, and we didn't chat before. Like, we were talking how I don't want to get to know the stars before they appear. And every show, he'd have something incredibly witty at the top to say. I'd say, how you doing, George? And he goes, not good. A minor went down. I said, what? He goes, the whole side's caving in. You know, <laughs> speaking of himself, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. falling apart. And, and take after take. And then on a break, we would just have George tell us another story about being on the plane with Lyndon Johnson because he was dating his daughter. Jesus. And Lyndon comes up to him and says, "Son, are you going to marry my daughter?" <laughs> and George goes, "Yeah." We didn't see each other after that. That was it. it was <laughs> <all> that. <laughs> but he had, you know, I, I the, the stories George Hamilton has will fill a couple of books. No, he's not dead, George Hamilton. No, very much alive. Now that's it. The never not funny curse is going to hit him. That's the perfect name to. <laughs> oh,
0: we're going to lose Hamilton in the next fourteen days. Take that back. <laughs> <laughs> you brought him up. I wouldn't have brought up George Hamilton at all. He's a great guy. Although true or false comes up in my stand-up every night. George Hamilton. George no George really?
5: False. True. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, you also had uh, who, uh, You guys had five
5: Right? Correct uh, Instead of six Because not, Logic please Well it's a different time You know You have to squeeze One more commercial break in So the shows now Have to be timed differently Than they were back in the day I so see So one less contestant One less round of questions A little shorter Okay hmm. And then So it was It was Vicki Lawrence And then there was A, a celeb du jour And then on the other side there uh, So it was Nell And George and then there'd be somebody that would float. Judy Tenuta was a regular, right? So, right. Vicky, Judy, Nell, George, and then a soap opera star or something, perhaps.
0: You also, uh, you know, was on a lot. Of Vince Champ.
5: Oh, or was he on the Ross Schaefer years? You no, know, he, was, he was on the Ross Schaefer no. years. <laughs> My apologies. Vince has got a steady job now. Yes, he does. He's uh, in prison. He's a stand-up yeah. comic. That yeah, he was. Things uh, got away. Horrible human being. Oh wow. Turns out he was a horrible human being. Yeah, I knew him back in the cruise ship. You phase. did. Yeah. I opened for
0: him in Oklahoma once, wow. and uh, I had a week of horrible shows, and he did his nonsense. Did you start out on sh- ships as well? No, I did not do ships. No, no sir. No, Oklahoma is uh,
5: landlocked. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> well, they don't sell as many ships out of <laughs> Oklahoma as yes. they once did. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a mock-up of it. Yeah, ship. the lakes get crowded. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, i started on ships that's how it started what you as a comedian or as a uh, uh no it was julie the the, the you know you, purser what do you mean yes as <laughs> a stand up he could have been the entertainment director that's a, it looks like a fun job no it was it was stand up on ships and uh, i was doing comedy telegrams and somebody spotted me and said hey why don't you do ships and i started doing stand up on ships stop talking for a second what does comedy telegrams mean well, remember singing telegrams? Of course. Well, I started doing stand-up, and you'd hire me, and I'd come in and roast you on your birthday, just like a Rickles act. Wow. And somebody saw that and said, that's pretty funny. you do a little prep before that. They would tell you
0: about oh, exactly. uh, you're
5: to make fun of John at uh, in exactly. HR. Mm-hmm. And I'd walk in and make fun of John at HR. All right. So I get on the ship, and I realized quickly that you've got sort of a captive crowd, and you hopefully do well. Otherwise, they're going to toss you overboard. And I, I, I found the material that was funniest was the stuff that was happening on the ship. Then you start writing around stuff on the ship. Mm-hmm. Things people say, what time's the midnight buffet? Do these stairs go down? All these standard no, cruise ship jokes. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We were pulling into Ensenada once and a woman goes, oh, Ensenada mountains. How? What elevation are we? No, we're in the water. In the water. Yeah, so stuff like that. <laughs> pictures are out. You know, the pictures they would take on cruises? Mm-hmm. I hear a family go, the pictures are out. How do How do we know which ones are ours? <laughs> DNA.
2: <laughs>
5: so when I got to the point I could keep 1,500 passengers from going to the buffet because mm-hmm. i can go on at midnight at the same time. I thought, well, I'm ready for prime time. Hey, guys, to so you would go on at midnight? Yeah, you do two shows. you do an opening night show as part of the big production. Right. And then they'd, they'd let you do your own thing at midnight on the last night. And that was the fun. That was the Rickles. That was the playing with the audience. That was learning really what you were doing. So right. the cruise ships were a great way to kind of learn your craft. Yeah, you know? yeah. But the the game changer for me was one night the cruise director comes up and says, hey, um I got other things to do, and this was the 80s, so he meant that as a verb. He goes, can you fill in and do the talent show for me? Can you MC the passenger talent show? And I said, yeah, I'd love that. Now picture this. This was America's Got Talent before America's Got Talent, on steroids, if you will. I had an 85-year-old woman get up and tap dance to the Lord's Prayer. I had stuff that you just had to get out of the way of because mm-hmm. it's pretty funny. So I get up, and uh, we've got 10 people, and I do a little chat, where are you from, what do you do?" And turn them loose. Well, that... That moment before, I said, "Well, this is what I want to do for a living because I got the I got the biggest laughs. laughs." Now, cut to thinking, "Well, this is funnier than my stand-up. Maybe I should start recording this." I'm doing warm-up. Gosh, we're going back. I'm doing warm-up on a dance show called Dance Fever. Remember that with Denny Terrio yeah. or Adrian Zemed. Adrian Zemed. Oh, the yeah. later version. I was a right. head. Were you really? <laughs> I don't know. Okay,
2: <laughs> I, I, I
0: didn't dislike Adrian from Chicago. Of course, great guy. Is he?
5: I yeah. <laughs> had a hairdresser that followed him around and said, yeah, tie enough.
2: <laughs>
5: so during a commercial break, the cue card gal says, hey, NBC is doing a pilot for a game show, and they're looking for new talent, someone unknown, undiscovered. I said, well, that's me. That's my, un- that's my resume. I'm unknown. I'm, I'm on a ship. I'm so far from land. I'm so far from show business. What right. do I need? She goes, you have a tape? I said, I got a tape. Sure, I have a tape. I have no tape. <laughs> so I'm doing these cruise ships, and I go out, and I put 2500 bucks on my credit card, and I buy that old-school two-piece system you know with the portable it looks like you're on maneuvers yeah mm-hmm. and i drag this on the ship with a tripod and i set it in the back of the room and i start taping every passenger talent show that i'm seeing and then i just cut it down to the to my stuff right and i get this one moment that you pray the camera's rolling and it was this old guy we're going back and forth that he grabs the mic out of my hand and goes you know you must be saying something very funny but i don't get it huge laugh that ends my six minute demo and all of these clips, because I haven't done any stand-up worth anything. I have no television shows, so this six-minute demo is just all this cruise ship stuff. This gets sent to the network, and the executive's looking at that, and he brings me in. And he says, first of all, what is this? What am I looking at? Because <laughs> I would put the camera on tripod, and then it would just be locked down, But the ship was listening. (laughs) And you had a mirror ball behind you. This is the 80s, right? But the crowd's on fire because it's midnight, and they all got a couple of pops in them, and they're halfway back from Ensenada. You can sing Star is Born. You know, and you got people from the table that, sure, I'll do it. Well, the last clip on my demo is this old guy. And he said, you know why you're sitting here? And I said, yeah, Mary Steck was nice enough to invite me, you know, and send the tape. And he goes, no. He said, the fact that you didn't come over the top when that old guy got the laugh is the reason you're sitting here. He said, that's the instinct of a host that we want. Right. Make it about them. And I never forgot that. And quite honestly, still try to work at being better at that where you make them the star. And I thought, this is the gig I want more than stand up. And yeah. that started the hosting trick. Did you get that gig? I did. Great follow up. You're we a very good host. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> the job, the job shot at NBC. The pilot was called Matchmates. It was for Reg Grundy. I drive up to NBC, I'm literally six spots down from Carson's spot. I walk in, we shoot the show, and the executive, Brian Franz and Jake Talbert, who were presidents of NBC Daytime, said to Bob Noah, this is Reg Grundy's guy, congratulations, looks like he got another show on the air. At the time they had Scrabble and of the Century on. <laughs> they could, there's nothing to this showbiz thing. I'm, I'm still wet from being out at sea, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm getting my own show. So the day couldn't have gone better. We are taping across this uh, hall from The Tonight Show. So there's no security at this point. I walk in. I'm sitting next to Gregory Peck. Lord Michael. <laughs> you know, and I'm thinking, what a day. Yeah, yeah. Show's in. Carson gives me, hey, hey? And gives me a couple of nods, and yeah. out we go. Long story short, they decide to go with reruns of Family Ties no. instead of that game show. <laughs> oh, no. And it was the beginning of the end of morning games. They kind of did a switch, and I caught the tail end of that, which didn't help. Although they did. Have me hang around. I got a little retainer and stuck around for six months until they developed something else. Yeah. But it, I, it was the great introduction to showbiz where things don't go as planned, but also do something about your own situation yeah. you know, had I not said I could say no I don't have anything I did I, I made something up you know I, I did what I could to get something in yeah. front of them yeah
0: and it paid off yeah. it did Yeah. Uh, speaking of your reel uh, on your website uh, it's you what's the website uh, uh, I, I assume michaelberger.com or is it coloring face what is it <laughs> wow <laughs> you, there's no reason to mock
5: you got a coloring book <laughs> I do because you know you have to like I said do something about I your know. own situation I'm uh, but, uh, but, about to compliment you so shut up <laughs> michaelberger.com <laughs> Com, I think that's what you were headed for. Yeah. Not coloring your face, duck. <laughs> <laughs> go there. That's a good website as well. That was taken. <laughs> uh, on your reel,
0: I want to say it's you doing Family Feud Live. Yeah. And there's a, uh, it's the final, it's the, uh, what's, what, what the F is that called? The... the Oh, yeah. The last round. The last round. What is that called, Michael? The The Fast Money? Yeah, it's Fast Money. And uh, one woman's on a cane, can barely walk. Oh, yeah. And the producers, you go, okay, so what are we going to do here? Assuming, let's have the woman that can't move stay here. Well, it was the mother
5: and her, it was the, they were sisters. Oh, okay. That's what it was. And this poor gal had a cane to get around. And normally you send one backstage, you keep one. Yeah. And they get the one that can't move up and out. They, they, they Okay, we're going to send you. And then Michael says, and, and maybe made blurt laugh as I was watching it. They go,
0: whatever's less convenient for you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: True.
5: And it was so wonderful. Like, ah, oh, you damn. know what's great about that show is that it was in fact live, and we did it at these casinos and showrooms around the country. But they put together instant families just on a bingo. Oh, ball is that right? Draw. Whoa. So it's two families playing Family Feud instant. So, you're with a group of people you don't it know. It could be us. Like, literally, they, they pull your that's name, his name, his name. And it his was name. always the bourbon family versus the whatever family, right? But ah. the families were made up and they've known each other in nine seconds. Ah. <laughs> so, that's why people would say, What a good answer, Jimmy. What an idiot. You know, people yelling and mocking each other because <laughs> there was money at stake. But that became another dimension of the show. Uh, back in 2000, I hosted Wheel of Fortune live. We did the same thing, we did it in Vegas, and we. Pulled contestants because it's Vegas just on a number draw, Mm -hmm. your ticket number, which meant you had people that weren't prepared for Wheel of Fortune. They weren't screened. Yes. They couldn't spell. Maybe they didn't speak English. Maybe they were otherwise compromised. Yeah. Right? And we had a puzzle (laughs) there. (laughs) And the puzzle was cassette deck. And every letter was turned but the C. And so it goes to this gal who just can't figure it out. And she worked. Uh, what did she do for a living? She worked um, with a pole. She said that she goes. I work with a pole. She did. She, she thought that stripper was inappropriate for Vegas. Oh, so that's oh, what I she should, was, right? I actually went to a right. I didn't know either. Would you like to solve the puzzle? She goes, asset deck. <laughs> It goes to the next person, and the woman goes, Cassette deck, you're an idiot. Turn to the woman (laughs) (laughs) to get a rug. So you had the fun of people not being prepared. Uh, And are you still doing those? You're still going to
0: doing the the Uh, live? No, I I did them for a
5: while. Honestly, I did Prices Right for that long run. A handful of us were doing it, hoping we'd get tapped to take over when. Right. Mm-hmm. And when that time came, ultimately they wanted to go with somebody that didn't look like Bob Barker, that wasn't going to remind them, which clearly I was more in that mold than anyone else. And they, and they gave Drew Carey the gig. Yeah, they went with the sitcom star. I know. Over the seasoned professionals like a Michael Berger or a Todd Newton. Yeah, there were a handful of us. George Hamilton was actually in the mix on that. George
0: was also mm-hmm. in there. His leathery skin face. Well, <laughs>
5: he looks better in person than you think. Yeah,
0: well, I'm but I, you know,
5: <laughs> that shows you how great a game that is. Family Feud's another example of that. Hosts can't kill that show. Right. They've had five or six. So when you get a great format, these shows stick around. And there's been some clunkers with Feud. There's been Richard uh, Karn, maybe. Well, you, listen, you said. I mean,
0: I don't. Uh, he's a friend of the show, and he, I think he's terrific on that Tool Time. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's
5: great. Uh, why? Why was it ever him? Why was it ever Richard Karn? Well, I think you make a good point. You know, the networks will look at the people that people watch and think well they can they can host a show you and i have been at the other end of this decision many many times Mm -hmm. where they want a name Uh, then they think well they can bring those viewers over i once had an executive say to me and i'm approaching 40 at this point she goes michael i know who you are she goes we know your work she goes but we're going to hire the person that looks like the person we want watching i said well i can be a lot of things but a 22 year old woman isn't one of them (laughs) halloween maybe once twice but everybody was doing it then sure it's a different time so they went another way that happens. Well, what are you going to do? Sit in a corner and rock, put a blanket in my legs and roll me into the light, whine about it? No, you do something with your career. I, I do that a little funny book that you can't even get out. Uh, don't even get to it. Let's talk about other stuff first. We've got things <laughs> to do, don't we? I, I blocked out two hours for you, because this drive took four. Well, <laughs> luckily, you we won't stop talking, so we're going to need the
0: full two hours.
5: Ah, that's a beautiful thing for a host to say. Uh-huh. Uh, all
0: right, let me go around. Let me say, uh, check in with Gary Cockrell. He's over there at the Pop Culture Beasts Info. That's sponsored by DogPow.com. Garen how was
1: Thanksgiving? That yeah, was good. Went over to my friend's house. His what? mom cooked for us. What did you do? Did you have a, what'd you, a turkey? We had a turkey. Mm-hmm. We had a bird. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Potatoes, green beans. The whole shot. Yeah, whatever that song is, I think that was all represented. What? Turkey so, and green beans? Yeah. yeah, Is that a song? I don't know. Yeah, you never heard that? seen that video of the preacher lady rattling off foods you would have on Thanksgiving? No.
5: No. Oh, man. No. You have an access that we don't have on your computer there. You're going to the dark web. I don't <laughs> even know how to search for this. Turkey and green bean part.
3: I don't so know good. that at all. Some, a preacher lady? Yeah, she's like a preacher lady. I'll go so far as to say I don't want to know it. <laughs> is it, oh, here is it. Is it a song by Paula Dean? No, here, here it is. You're very nice.
0: <laughs> That's Michael
3: Berger
5: giving you the most patronizing laugh I've ever heard in my life. I'll That wasn't even a laugh. That was something else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little dyspeptic after hearing about turkey and green beans. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> well, that is. That's fun. That is fun. So basically we had that. All right. Uh, And then any movies? Any movies, Garen? Uh, I uh, ended up seeing, well, I saw The Front Runner. And your thoughts on The Front Runner? You're you're right. It's it's fine. It's a It's a little infuriating because that's when the news changed. Mm -hmm. I didn't really realize that. Mm -hmm. But it's fine. It's fine. Oh, the Gary Hart movie. Yeah, Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. It's okay. It's it's worth seeing. And then I saw Instant Family. But you raved about that on Twitter. I loved it. on Twitter. Loved it. Okay. Was expecting it to be i don't know awful yeah but it's funny there's some good Did you see creed 2 no it's selling out like crazy loved it can't even get into it loved it really
0: oh my bo- oh goodness i uh, my wife and son went in to see the uh harry potter thing what is that yeah, the-
3: crimes of grindelwald uh
0: they went to see that so i went and to- i went to see creed 2 and uh chills sobbed oh boy it, it did everything it did Everything a Rocky movie Is supposed to do mm-hmm. It got me oh,
5: wow. it. Do you, you normally me. cry In a movie Oh I I,
0: I cried. I've never cried harder Than The Bucket List You ever see that movie no. <laughs> Boy did I no. sob
5: at that movie No I, The Bucket List Is that what it's called Yeah yeah With Jack Nicholson, with Jack Nicholson? Oh and Morgan, Morgan Freeman, Freeman. Yeah. yeah I was thinking of The Notebook That, that got to me With no, James yeah. Garner at the end And his wife is suffering From dementia Never Ooh, saw The Notebook boy. Yikes Did you just ruin it
0: no. I'm never going to see it when my word was. <laughs> uh, no, I cry. Are you a crier at movies? I, I, some will tear I, I up. Yeah, some will,
5: some will get to me, sure. But I won't see movies. I don't want to see movies about the devil. I don't want to see a, a tire swing, do this in a, in a yard, because I know something's <laughs> going to happen right after that. Right. And then they do that, you know, that push zoom. Shoot I don't me. want any of that. Okay. So what do you like? Are you I like, like documentaries. Yeah, me too. Yeah. love a documentary.
0: Mm-hmm. We just watched the one uh, Rachel Meadow hosted. Uh, uh, MSNBC special about LBJ, about LBJ and Richard Nixon, and there's another theme song playing right now. Michael, hold on.
3: Ta, ta. Turns out you do need the headphones. <laughs> Got
5: a lot of, yeah, lot of songs today. All right, off. Be all this, it's, what's it's my, my line work. stuff going down. Gotta, <laughs> I'm in a booth. Um, it's already over. You want to play it again? Play I'm it. Ready. Play it again. <laughs> oh, so brand
3: new headphones. <laughs> Are they really? Yeah. Remember the ones, bro. Oh yeah.
2: By the time you get some, want to
3: the left or the right? Yeah, it's a, you have to turn that one around. Here we go. There you got it. All right, come on, Oliver Hardy. Let's go. Let's stand Laurel doing a bit. I know you are. Uh, uh,
0: anyway, was it's over. So the song is already over. Yeah, you fuddled around in so long. I thought that uh, was the bit. Anyhow, Richard yes. Maddow hosted. It. It's uh, it's Richard Nixon basically uh, uh, being a traitor to our country and uh, oh. uh, to st- uh, to stop. Peace in Vietnam, mm-hmm. uh, so that he could win the presidency, oh. and it worked. Wow. And, it, it worked. Wow. But uh, we just watched that the other night. It was uh, very interesting.
1: Oh, Was that betrayal? Yeah, betrayal. It's betrayal. Yeah. Yeah. Any Vietnam thing I'm in on,
0: I'm in on any well, Vietnam. I go back to really? remember
1: what what it was like when you were there? I mean, well, you know,
0: you know, I fought for this country. I, I'm a patriot, Michael. You don't. Know. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, I went to I went to Nam in '93 as a chaperone for a school field trip, <laughs> and uh, you don't know the hell I saw there. <laughs> the hell I saw there,
5: Mike. This is doing. He's, doing, turn. His, he's doing his. doing act. He literally, yeah, know, my act. just for you. No, I've seen the act. I know what this is. How <laughs> dare you?
0: Um, have you seen? I posted this on Twitter. There's the uh, the uh, not the Elton John commercial, which also brings you to tears. Mm. The commercial with the guy uh, dancing with his uh, kid to uh, Red Bones, "Come and Get Your Love." Have you seen that commercial? No.
3: no. Look at it. You need to start. To, I don't know how what format this will take, but you need to be like a like almost like an MTV VJ, but for commercials that you love. That you're always bringing up what
5: it, moves you to tears. But that takes me back to the little daughter that was dancing on her, her father's foot on his shoes mm-hmm. for yes. the Kodak. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Yes. Remember when Paul Anka wrote that song, um, Having My Baby? Mm-hmm. and well, I wasn't alive, but. <laughs> yes, you were. You served a nom. You were 50. <laughs> You're 70 now. <laughs> they actually, there was such pushback on that song, Having My Baby, that he had a re- he changed the pronoun there, Having Our Baby, because he got pushback. Is from that, that, that true? Mm-hmm.
0: Having our baby. Mm-hmm. What do
5: you say how much you thinking of me or something? It was very, uh, again, me. sexist at the time. No, that Hankins, by all Different accounts, time. not a good guy. Also not a nice man. Well, like, we're not here to mock people, are we? <laughs> yeah, no, you took down Richard Karn unnecessarily.
0: <laughs> Karn got hurt in this. Mm, now we're quiet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now no, the cast got I the like that
3: was a t- That was a tag team effort. I think it's really. okay to, to have our favorites as hosts. Yes, you know? of course. There's nothing wrong with that. I like your positive spin on it. <laughs>
0: Uh, anyway, this is a commercial for a cell phone. I believe I want to say in Sweden or something. Okay. Uh, or it could
3: be Germany. Uh, so you didn't see this on TV. No, no, no. So no. somebody, it out on the somebody
0: posted it on the World Wide Web. Okay. I then sobbed like an idiot. Mm-hmm. And then somebody goes, uh, "Do you have, I said, second commercial will get me in the last week. Do you have time for a third? And the third one, Danielle walked in and literally thought I was falling apart. (laughs) (laughs) I was banging on the desk and just, it it is a commercial where, I'll just, I'll give it away. It's a young man who then, by the end of it, is listening to tapes his mother made when she was alive. Oh, Michael, you don't realize my mother passed away on New Year's Eve. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. Um, And so... Uh, then somebody on Twitter said, Jimmy, have Danielle watch this before you watch it. I saw that after
2: mm-hmm. I had
0: watched it. And so it's about a mother recording messages to her grown oh son. Oh, my gosh. And him listening every Christmas
5: to a tape.
2: Oh,
0: and man. it is. Like, again, I Crazy. Danielle walked in,
5: are
3: you okay? I'm like, I'm
5: not. I am not okay. My mom passed away uh, 10 years ago oh. now. And we're very close family. There's four of us. And when she was in the hospice care at the hospital, and at that moment where they can predict, they can say she's going to go tonight or whatever. Yeah, we gathered the whole family around, and in the hospital, we're we're all there. And one of the things we would do as a family is get this great pizza from a place a couple of miles away, Fiorito's Pizza, which is no longer there. And Mom loved throwing a party, so we we got pizza and we brought pizza into the room on the night she passed. She wasn't alert at the time; she was sedated and we all had pizza as if the party had continued yeah and my sister and i stayed after the rest of the family left and the nurse came in and said by the way her blood pressure and respiratory has dropped now that everyone's gone she goes she was very much with you at the time really celebrating Uh the pizza and all that so i would never underestimate the power of something bigger than us saying yeah we got you we're there we hear you that's Uh wonderful yeah and your dad is your dad still with us dad passed dad passed in 82 oh geez yeah, it, so you were sixty-five. Just a kid. Yeah, yeah, and that was he was he was the guy. that Was both mom and dad were really supportive of all that. You know, the class clown stuff, all that traditional stuff. I remember being at a young age three, four, seventh grade, whatever it is, thinking, I think the teacher's losing the room. I'd say that to myself. <laughs> I think I gotta do something to lighten this group up. And then I would say something, I think, you know, fifth grade intelligent ad lib kind of thing. And the teacher would say, Michael, if you think it's so funny, why don't you get up and share it? I got up and did 10.
2: Yeah.
5: <laughs> Went to recess, I said there will be an afternoon show. Right. Trade some lunch money, get a good seat, that kind of thing. Sure. Yeah. I've always found that, I mean, that. I'm sure you're the same, right? Make a crowd laugh, we of like course. that.
0: Yes. I was never the class clown. I always like to say I'm the guy that uh, let the class clown do all the heavy lifting. I would then
5: make one sarcastic comment and get right there with you. Get the aside. My dad was a teacher, as it was my mom and aunts and uncles. So I had this built in respect for them thinking, "Ah, I really don't want to get in trouble. But how far can we take it? Yeah. And that like a good host, you know, you get a line in, get out of the way. I think that's kind of something that we did from the beginning. I'll agree with that. Yeah uh all right michael berger is here michael's
0: got these books out uh Ellie, we'll check in on you in 10 seconds that's me, all right let me mention the books here ah my fucking shoulder, damn it what'd you do ah, my, rotator you don't have time
5: i do totally <laughs> well wait hold time on time if it to. cuts into my time I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but if you can give me a quick idea of how your shoulder Here's is the thing.
0: i could go i could golf pain-free lifting this is excruciating
5: oh uh, well that's more serious than you think
0: yeah, it's. Uh, I just had an epidural in my. I, I, uh, really, lock-up.
5: while I was here, because I would have spotted that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean previous when you say I just had. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Mm -hmm. not today. Uh, Absolutely necessary. Bulletproof tactics that will put you
0: in high demand. Oh, your buddy, you mentioned Ross Schaefer. You Ross Ross, uh, co-wrote it. But he does a lot of that uh, uh, self-help, corporate sort of uh, Yeah, self-help, but
5: but yeah, um, figuring out what's wrong with your business and how to fix it. Okay. And Ross got an early, early jump on this. Ross, as you know, contemporary, kind of saw the handwriting on the wall. He came up with Letterman and Seinfeld and said, maybe I'm not as funny as them. Maybe I should consider doing other things. But that skill of a comic still was very much in tune. So he started speaking on the corporate circuit, weaving stand-up in, but also giving insight and and wisdom along the way, and has become the go-to guy. He really is, isn't he? He really is very successful at it. And I introduced him to the woman he wound up marrying. They were both at my party, and independently they came up and said, who's that? And they've been married 15 years now. But Ross said to me about five, six years ago, he goes, you got a lot of free time, which is true, because we don't work steady. He goes, why don't you kind of do what I do? And I said, well, I don't think I could do that, Ross. And he goes, I'm sure you can. (laughs) He said, it's not about telling jokes, but it's about taking what we know and overlaying it on how that might help them. Regardless of what business you're in, if you don't innovate, if you don't adapt, you're looking at two books I wrote because I had to. Right? Because are you going to wait for the next show to come about, or are you going to do something that makes yourself hireable? So that's that spawned that. So Ross and I wrote that together, and it's insights on how to stay necessary. What do you do when you get no? How many no's have we had in our business? 3,000. There are 185,000 members of the Screen Actors Guild. At any given moment, there's an 85% unemployment rate. Of the 15% that work, 1% make $100,000 a year or more. So... That's not exclusive to showbiz. How many businesses succeed and fail? How many people in their line of work get no? My theory is you leverage into it. If you quit every time you got no. If you if you don't let the no paralyze you, now we're getting into a little self-help kind of touchy-feely yeah, stuff. Yeah. But, but I honestly believe that, that you got to do something about it because no one else is going to.
0: Yeah, but again, I think you have the thick skin because of the business we chose. I think if you're out in the corporate world, maybe you don't have that same – because you're not used to getting no as often as
5: we are. Well, we're, sales, we're told no. sales, sales guys, you're right. Certainly. Ross has the great, greatest line about that. He goes, If you don't like change, you're going to hate extinction.
2: <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs>
5: and Will Schreiner has the other great line about the business. He goes, I just had a great audition. It's down to me and the guy who's going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Will so, Schreiner, uh, a kins brother. That's right. Yeah. Can try to run to but we're possible. all going through that. And What are we going to do about it? You do you do something. And now the coloring book that you're holding actually kind of started with uh, oh, visiting mom in a nursing home. And I walked in and they were handing her a balloon elephant coloring book. And I thought, oh, this is so sad. I said, we can do better than that. So what I, did, what I did is I took 52 of the smartest things anyone's ever said since the beginning of time. Okay. I mean, I'm quoting back to the Bible and present day. And I took that quote and I buried it. In artwork, so as you as you color, you discover the quote. Oh, you know, that's great. Cool. And then I attached a worksheet on the back of that, so there are fifty-two worksheets. So a corporate audience, or a nursing home, or even a elementary school will take this, and there's a definition of the quote, ask you three questions about the quote, and then it gives you a little Oprah Super Sunday of how do I apply this to my life, piece of advice.
0: So you are so are you going out and doing corporate uh, oh, yeah. talking and, and all
5: that? It's what fills in the. In between the, the, uh, the, and the TV and stuff, such, sure. yeah. Uh, and I love doing it, because I, I once had a corporate guy who goes, oh, these are pretty tough audiences, do you think you can do an hour and a half? I said, I did five hours in front of Mr. Belvedere's audience, you know what I mean? we <laughs> are good to go. <laughs> and I can hold a crowd.
1: How
0: was, uh, now you, uh, you and I talked about this recently when we uh, went to- uh, Books are available on the website. Batch Game Live. Uh, Books are
5: available on the website. I heard
0: you the first <laughs> nine
1: times. <laughs> Uh,
5: MichaelBurger.com? It doesn't matter. doesn't matter now. Now that I know that you're not even in this.
1: Links uh, to the books on Amazon are in the notes.
5: Yeah, if if you... You can get them on Amazon, but you get them from me, then I'll autograph them and, and they're less because Amazon takes 40% off the top. Is that true? Mm-hmm. So they're cheaper on your website mm-hmm. and uh, and then you'll uh, also autograph then them. And I'm upset that the stock and all the Fang stocks have dropped, so I'm not happy with results <clears throat> or anybody at this moment. You, you'll sign them. Will you also color them in for me? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I hate work. I don't want to do it. Well, you make a good point because what I did, in addition to the book, is I did a video version of it. Mm-hmm. So they're Are twenty the twenty-five quotes you will see on the video side of the book come to life? You'll see them colored in, Hmm. and then you can use these video quotes as a way to conduct your team meeting. You Mm -hmm. just push pause and play because you can download all of these as separate quotes. Yeah, yeah. So then they can. And is it you coloring it on the thing, Bob Ross style? No, (laughs) good (laughs) reference. No, but I am hosting it. I'm setting it up, so I'm your virtual host. If you don't want to bring me in to host this and run your team meeting you can have it done by me vis-a-vis video. And that, that kind of speaks to, oh, I get to host again, right? Yeah, 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 This is all something that we never want to give up. We love doing it.
0: Well, we love the we it's the interacting. It really is. That's what I love more
5: about it. The, you know, Johnny Carson's quote about that was, when his show was coming to an end, and they said, why were you so successful? And his profound statement, he goes, I never try to be the best guest on my own show. Isn't that the truth? Yeah, and he proved it. He nightly. did. But we keep going back to how great he was. But I think he did set the mark. You know, my wife and uh, this—she may be
0: upset with me, but I've been watching it like crazy on Get TV. Sure. And uh, she doesn't see it. She doesn't see it. How old is your wife, if I may ask? She's seventeen. But uh, (laughs) wow, she's in her forties. Uh, but she doesn't. She doesn't see the magic that uh, that you do. I do. It's a different pace. That's for sure. It is slow.
5: So I get that. It is slow, and
0: a lot of times the guests are painfully boring.
5: They are. And uh, and I think we've now expect we expect more. We expect something quicker. We have a. We live in an instant gratification yeah. now culture where we don't want to wait.
0: And everything's produced. I mean, I, when it comes to talk show, everything's produced too. Like everything yeah. is basically setting you up. Uh, for a, a story with a payoff, whereas Johnny right. would just go, uh, is that, you can okay, you go in laundry? And the guy <laughs> you'd see Robert Blake, not Robert Blake is a bad example because he would be funny and make it stupid. Yes. Uh, but some
5: actress from a soap opera would go, I don't but care. I found that, you laundry. know, when I, I hosted Mike and Maddie, we were in right. morning daytime and they would pre-interview the guests and they would come in and here's a little peel behind the curtain on a morning talk show. They will pre-interview the guests the night before. And then the idea is this celebrity will then spit out the same answers they gave the night before. And just behind the camera is the segment producer with the cue cards waving to get you to ask that question to set them up. And this just goes to show you how important listening is and maybe that trumps anything else. Because she wants me to ask Robert Goulet this question that came up. And what she didn't hear was Robert was talking about his father on his deathbed said son you're meant to sing. Do that. It's just going, yeah, but what about the tree he lost in the fire? You don't <laughs> know. No. You can't go to that. No. The, the worst example of that, I mean, you might remember this, and I've talked about it before, is
0: Arsenio Hall had Chuck Woolery on and before Chuck well, went this, crazy.
2: <laughs> uh, this
0: is, you know, years and years well, he's ago. Well, know no Richard Karn. <laughs> uh, no. Well, I, I don't know Richard Carn's leanings. I know that Chuck has gone looney tune. <laughs> I don't uh, know that. Oh, you don't? No. Oh, go to his Twitter. He's, okay. He's out of his gourd. Um, Anyhow, Chuck is on and and he's talking about his son dying on a motorcycle accident. Oh! And Arsenio is like, yeah, yeah. Tell me about when the people hate each other on the date. That was his follow-up. Oh, no. Didn't hear a word he just said. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta listen. I'm sorry, Arsenio. <laughs> <laughs> should, be, should be part of. Uh, all right, let's take another break. Yeah, really. We back. Uh, let me uh, show the books again before we take the other break. Uh, this is the the comic book is called the comic. "Coloring
5: <laughs> Color Your Way to Success" uh, by Michael Berger. Uh, did, again, literally. there are great quotes in there, though. That really, I mean, you do get one of my favorites is "It's okay to look back, but a waste of time to stare."
0: Mm. who I said about? i did <laughs> <laughs> ah, well that's one of the greats uh,
5: totally awesome. said, from the bible to the modern day there's another know. modesty quote in there somewhere uh and then the other one absolutely necessary this is uh, uh ross Schaefer. then i guess michael's got a page or two in there's here as well. a, there's a business quote in there about it, it's uh be nice to the people on the way up because you're going to meet them on the way down right and the, the implicit of that is a guy a guys having a lunch meeting looking to hire this person coming in for a nice big salary job so the owner of this company is sitting there and he can see his prospective employee come through the door, and he notices how rude this future job applicant is to the hostess. And by the time he sat down, he had lost the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So be nice to those people. Be nice to everybody. But, you
0: know What's the harm in being mean to anybody? I'm a no big believer. I'm not
5: <laughs> <laughs> I know you're pressed for time, but We're if not- I don't remember this now, then I won't remember it at all. I buy a new car last year, a nice car, a German car. still has the dealer sticker on the windshield. I come through a Starbucks, and there's a car in front of me, the type of car that gets T-boned or tack-stripped and rolls over. It's a getaway car. Nothing about this car looks safe. Okay. And I'm probably inhaling some sort of Knox fumes as I'm behind it kids jumping around that car moves forward I move forward I get my uh, grande latte by the way never say large they get very upset okay. mm-hmm. kind of a large grande did you mean grande I'm, that never happens in any other profession it does not doc I have a little pain here you mean massive infarction is that what you're trying to say <laughs> so I get this and he goes um, We're all going to it's paid for today. I said, what? I said, like, am I the thousandth? He goes, no, the woman ahead of you paid for it. Oh. no, this woman doesn't know me. She's never met me. I've, we've never made eye contact. She goes ahead. And I'm trying to, I want to catch up to this woman now. And I had a nice car, a new car. And she had this old beater. Judging a book by its cover, you were. She just did it to be nice. I've told this story now for a year. I, I mentioned that in my corporate audiences about how nice it is to be nice to someone else, not looking for anything in return. Yeah. That, that story stuck with me.
3: What happens when you like? How do you do that? Because I've never done that, but I like the idea. How do you pay for the next person's thing and make sure that they didn't like order like three hundred dollars worth of coffee? That's I guess a, that's a that's a, oh. a
5: lot of coffee. But well, now you're sort of parsing <laughs> your generosity. I'm, which I'm a I little think is worried maybe, about. It. I, I don't want that, to get caught. Uh, well, I think you're taking the whole thing. Um, with a really negative approach, either, either you're going to do something nice and go all, right. all in. Yeah, you're at Starbucks. What's the worst that can happen? You're that's out ten. I don't go to Starbucks. You're though. not going to Morton saying I'll pick up his Prime. Right. Right. Yeah, you're right. The worst that could happen at a drive-through. Is I'd like, like to buy that. And, or I wonder. That's a good point, though. Does she say, "Well, he's only got you covered to 435 right, yeah, right, right. <laughs> Like, yeah. Do you do you broach like, he got hey, three "How much pumps they... of espresso <laughs> you're at seven and six Yeah. 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 Uh, you're not going to Morton's to getting prime.
0: I like that. <laughs> right? <laughs> Some Beverly Hills asshole talking. Uh, all right, Was about? that me? You make yes! a reference to me? <laughs>
3: Hey, guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Michael Berger is on Facebook. He's not on Twitter, but he is on Facebook. So look him up there. He will accept your friend request, I'm told. But uh, more importantly, go to michaelberger.com. That's B-U-R-G-E-R. Not an E, but a U. And uh, that's where you can find uh, links to buy his, well, you can just buy his books right from there. One of them is called Absolutely Necessary. And the other is Coloring Your Way to Success, which uh, I think is a really cool idea. It's great for kids. It's great for adults who are trying to uh, motivate themselves to improve their business or maybe even their life so check that out at michaelberger.com jimmy pardo is going to be doing stand-up comedy on new year's eve at the catfish Bend casino in burlington iowa he is also going to be doing stand-up comedy at uh, bloomington's the comedy attic that's january 25th and 26th which segues nicely right into our never not funny dates uh, we're doing never not funny live at the comedy attic in bloomington on the 27th of january that is a matinee show. And I believe, are there package deals available if you want to go to a stand up show and the podcast? Sure. So, yeah, save a little money if you want to see Jimmy do stand up and go to the podcast taping on know. Sunday. He doesn't know. But you know what? I bet if you ask Jared nicely, he'll, uh, he'll hook you up. So, uh, go to the Comedy Attic website or uh, go to nevernotfinding.com, click the tour link, and uh, that'll get you sorted. But before that, we're actually going to be at the ske- uh, Scam, 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 San Francisco Sketch Fest. That is January 11th and 12th. We're doing playing games live with our special guest, Lauren Ash, on the night of the 11th. And then we're doing a matinee show of Never Not Funny live with John Ross Bowie, another one of our great friends. Uh, Both uh, are going to be great. I promise you that. And if you're in the San Francisco area on that weekend, please join us. Go to sfsketchfest.com for those tickets. Or once again, just go to nevernotfunny.com, click the tour link, and enjoy. It's beginning to look a lot like
0: Christmas. Oh, that's
3: everywhere you go. I mean, you seem to be in a very festive mood. And you, what, Matt? It, you just seem to be in a very festive well, mood. Well, it's
0: hard not to be in a good mood when the holidays are right around the corner and I'm able to show off my shiny white choppers. Yeah. And uh, here's the thing. When you think about the perfect gift, you're probably not thinking about an electric toothbrush. But the Quip electric toothbrush is one of the most gifted guide gifts of the season. That can't be the copy at all. That's not a sentence,
3: <laughs> but I know what you're getting at. So it's it's this Quip toothbrush you're speaking of has landed on a lot of these lists. Thank you, Matt. Uh, like a lot of different magazines and uh, websites, they like to make lists of, hey, here's a gift guide for you right. this season. Here's your electronics. Here's your... Uh... Right. And the Quip, sounds like the Quip has ended up on a lot of these lists. It's,
0: it, I'm told it's, uh, it's one of the most gift guided gifts of the season.
3: That's, that makes this sense. This is on them. That's well, on them. Yeah, no one says the most gift guided. That's, that's like a, now I'm I, thinking of missiles. I like your words. I like uh, it, it's landed on a lot of gift guides. Yes, uh, which makes sense because it's fantastic and I think a lot of people uh, it's a relatively new thing and so people, you know, the word is still spreading about Quip. Uh, we're doing our part to tell people about it, but what the, That makes it a good gift because you could give it to someone who's never heard of it and they go, what is this now? Right. Oh, it's a subscription electric toothbrush service where you get a new brush head every three months and you're on your way to whiter teeth. And a cleaner mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Clean it up, filth. Seriously.
0: Anyway, it's perfect for anyone. Speaking of mouths, this is the perfect gift for anyone that has one. Mm-hmm. And it's something that they're going to use twice a day. Plus, with a multi-use cover that mounts to mirrors. By the way, I dis, I discovered on the Equip website uh, that you could buy uh, extra covers. Oh. Uh, so if you want one to just stay on your mirror or wall
3: in your bathroom at home. And then keep one in the dit case for your travel. That's the, a good idea. the dop kit. Yeah. Um, uh, I say dit bag. You said dop kit. So. Tomato, tomato. Huh? I know you were in the service. So.
0: Uh, I love this country. Equip uh, makes holiday travels clean and easy, baby. It has sensitive uh, sonic vibrations, gentle enough for sensitive gums.
3: Better yet, the built-in timer pulses to remind you when to switch sides. Mm -hmm. You know what's crazy? What's up, bud? Maybe this is, uh, I don't know if you can relate to this at all. I was convinced that the timer was too short because I was like, especially the first the first of the four quadrants yeah. I would start and I'd be like that was way too quick so I was like I'm gonna time this thing <laughs> I timed it it is exactly 30 30 30 30 like it was ridiculous I was like why why do I always feel like it goes too fast but I think that speaks to how great this toothbrush is because it, it goes by before you even know it and then you're done and you got a dentist uh, approved clean mouth well it also points out Matt that uh, you know our whole lives were told to you know take
0: time to brush your teeth two minutes yeah. isn't very long no it's very easy. Um, so uh, th- all that said, the fact that you had to do that own, uh, that time test yourself. Yeah. Apologize to Quip right now,
3: please. I apologize. I should not have doubted you, Thank Quip. You. Why would I ever think that you had a faulty timer?
0: Well, I don't want you guys to doubt Quip either. Uh, Matt loves it. I love it. Oliver loves it. We still got to get Danielle one. I know your uh, Lise and Zoe love theirs. They do. Uh, they have 5,000 verified five-star reviews. Damn. It looks like a big-ticket tech gift with a stocking stuffer price starting at just 25 bucks. If you go to getquip.com slash pardo right now, that is G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash pardo, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. But you don't have to tell your gifty that.
3: No. Keep them in the dark, dummies. <laughs> that is your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash
0: pardo, G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash pardo. Get Quip. Quip. A better
3: way to brush, yeah,
0: dummies. Hey everybody! Welcome back to the program, episode twenty three
5: sixteen. Uh, I'm sorry, twenty three sixteen. What does that mean?
0: That means it's the twenty third season, sixteenth
5: episode of that season. It's this is your twenty third year. No, TV. Uh, two a year. So it's our third. We're going into our year. Oh, like Survivor, year. when you hear they've been you, on 20 yes. years, it's not exactly that. So, how long officially, for those that just can't follow the numbers? Uh,
0: we are, it'll be 13 years in wow. a- March. Yeah. April. April.
5: Wow. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you very much. I mean, you really, you're one of the leaders in this field, right? You hear people, everybody wants to do a podcast. Yeah. Jimmy's been doing it for 13 years. Yeah, we were doing it when people made fun of us for doing one. <laughs> and now people make fun of us for doing one because everybody has I one. saw an early one and it looked like you were on some sofa couch in the <laughs> Studio City with you know a pair of you know yeah it that didn't was, look appropriate that was our old studio that oh. was uh, how long have you had this what are we here four years now? four years I think four yeah. years here yeah. well they should people should combine this is impressive well it's not a tour
2: they're <laughs> not, <a lot> of <laughs> it's not it's <laughs> an open door policy uh, this is here. this is going
5: to keep you from them breaking through I don't <laughs> because uh, people want authenticity they want to see what it's really like. And then you say you can't come by. I don't. Uh, they can donate to charity, and then you're allowed to sit in with us, Michael. That's all oh, well, works. that's better. Yeah, like I had to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Giving Tuesday uh, uh, tomorrow. Would buy you. my Starbucks. Uh, come talk to Jimmy. Right, <laughs> you're a good, you're a good man. And what is it with the never what? not? What's with the double negative?
0: Uh, it was a phrase I was saying quite a bit uh, when we uh, named this show. I, uh, that, that is never not funny. That, a little that there is never not funny. Shakespeare, a little uh, tip
5: to... You're being way too kind. <laughs> Attenborough. You know, Attenborough, yeah. the BBC guy just got renewed for another... Richard Attenborough? Is it Richard Attenborough? Yes. that's that the director? No. This is the... Attenborough is the, the BBC yeah, guy okay. that's like 90. Oh, yeah, I was going to say... He's got that. one of those voices that It's so soothing and yet informational. The giant sea tortoise lumbers on land, but is graceful at sea. The Spaniard Lobster combs the bottom of the ocean floor in search of its prey. Its powerful claws of death are no match for the mighty propeller of the calypso you know so yeah.
3: Something like that. yeah. How, we, did, we, how did you feel about the foley work that was happening on your bed <laughs> oh, he, he <laughs> couldn't hear it because he doesn't oh a you headphones. don't have the headphones oh Jesus <laughs> there's a reason God. for that yeah. I think maybe I, I, might, I might stop uh, stop using <laughs> <the> <laughs> headphones
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's the secret you putting something nice? well now you don't again you don't
0: it, <laughs> I just hear you you You're, keep saying the special effects I just get you well it was that's just like, him making noise I don't is, want you twice is why I've taken this <laughs> that makes sense I understand
3: that you had Michael Winslow over there giving
5: like a solid reference I thought it was great Mention more names that aren't working for $500. <laughs> Michael, he
0: works fine. He's he a legend. the
5: country. The great Michael Winslow. Fine. At a Branson theater near you? Where's he? But I, <laughs> boy, Winslow and Carl get hit hard yeah. in this thing. It's just a riff. You understand? I don't. I, we, we are all about the positivity here. Oh, says
1: the, <laughs> says
5: the guy that won't call me personally.
1: <laughs> I fucking hate you, you're being grateful
0: I
5: did that, you dickhead. Wow, <laughs> now I need the headphones because I don't want this jerky talk. I don't yeah. you
0: hear
3: this. It'll sound a lot nicer in the headphones. <laughs> it does sound like those are the headphones I've just been told. Uh,
0: all right, let me check in with Elliot Hoper. Uh, Captain Hello. Funk back there. Elliot, uh, did, you have, what, did you have a nice Thanksgiving?
4: Uh, I was a very re- relaxing Thanksgiving. What does that mean? I, gotta, I gotta catch up on some sleep, Honestly. Which I needed to do. Okay. And so I did it a lot. Works. did a lot of that. Did some. Did some wor- uh, work on some of my games that are coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, He's a game maker. He's uh, created board games. Yep. Oh. Yeah. I designed a game called Ilios, which I've uh, just delivered the. Uh, the,
5: the deluxe copies. Ilios, so Ilios or shit. Celiac? What do you say? It's <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, go. uh, yeah. Celiac is not going to go.
3: Celiac is... You have to dodge the gluten as you get to the, <laughs> the goal. Uh, my son
0: loves it. Losing. That's There's awesome. That awkward high five to my left. <laughs> yep. um,
4: uh, wow. You, you got Check something to do in the one. hopper? <laughs> I've got I've got a game that's uh, based on the theme of the of the tulip market of uh, of of
5: Holland. Wow, With so. to leverage into the mass. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot of different kinds of people who play a lot of different kinds of games, and I think uh, some of them might like it. So
5: you think there's a market the market for, the for tulip, tulip players? <laughs> yeah.
4: I do. It's, fun. it's I've, I've tested it out a couple times already. you play-tested it? Yeah.
5: I think you're better off with the Celiac game board.
4: <laughs> if you're going to go against that. Or... Don't dismiss Celiac. It, you know what? In, in, today's, in today's board game world, there are all sorts of kinds of niche board games, and there might be something for a, a gluten-free uh, board game.
5: I think we speak to that by doing a podcast. How many podcasts are oh, there that gracious, are very yeah. niche? Yeah, right? that's true.
4: Um,
0: a lot mm-hmm. there's one actually uh, you know I've been toying for years I've talked about about doing a, a, a Chicago the band Chicago is my favorite band of all time I'm kidding and I uh, along with a guy named Peter Pardini had toyed the idea of doing a weekly podcast uh, doing an album a week for oh. 40 weeks or whatever and uh, somebody has beat me to the punch on that oh. as I've dragged my heels for four years talking about it <laughs> and uh, I, uh, they're the Richard Carn of uh, well, why podcasting n- why not do one and be better at it yeah <laughs> there's that I also don't know who gives a shit
4: well that's not uh, what podcasting no, not, is about podcasting is about, isn't about yeah. wondering who gives a shit it's about, that's right. it's about doing again, the thing again you're kind you of flipping about.
5: the narrative and making it about you isn't it about the other person no this would be about me and scratching <laughs> some itch uh, but couldn't hmm.
1: you have the, the edge on that because with, if you and Peter did it you guys could have a member of the band come on Theoretically, talk no. theoretically. About theoretically, the we could.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of so famous maybe, bands, did you see that interview a couple of weeks ago with Paul McCartney? Sixty Minutes. I did not. And she asked him, "Hey, how about something about you that nobody knows?" And Paul goes, "Hmm, um, you know, as only Paul could, he goes that I'm that I have insecurities." She goes, wait a minute. Paul McCartney goes, yeah. He goes, I, I I, think it can all go away, which wouldn't matter as a billionaire. But yeah. he still feels that he needs to be better and still work at it. Mm. So if that doesn't tell you, we're never completely no kidding. satisfied. <laughs> yes, that's right. It's Paul McCartney <laughs> who, who is... won't let it be to, yeah, to play it out. He still feels that. Who is more successful he... than
4: Paul McCartney at art Yeah, or at anything. right? <laughs>
5: living or dead Paul McCartney is very much alive what <laughs> well now we've mentioned him no no he's too famous that doesn't uh, that no, doesn't fall into this
1: I've won an award does that count
5: <laughs> I you are not you are really over on the small couch with the small table <laughs> doesn't he normally chime in when you when you reach out to him yes you're saying he should only speak when spoken to well I just see the sign that's on your wall that says don't talk to me unless you're asked
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: hey you want to know uh, has this ever happened to you I don't know. Okay. Oh, this, there is a follow-up to this. That. That's if happened was, to me. You think I'd be better as a host to have more to that sense? <laughs> Ever been pulled over by an officer and thought I'm going to do some stand-up to see if I can get out of this? I've been. I tried to be charming. Like how? Give me an example. Uh, well, I'm not a very good actor. I can't replicate what I've done.
0: I I try to. Um, uh, be pleasant. and uh, oh,
5: So you don't have anything premeditated? I don't have a skit prepared, no. I have. What? For decades. I always thought, if, depending on the infraction, I got something ready to go to get out of it.
0: What are you doing? Uh, why are you breaking the law so often you got to come up with
5: pre-planned <laughs> bits? No. Well, no. It's just having one ready in the hopper uh. in case the day comes. And if, if the infraction is not going to be severe, uh, then I'm going to try it. And this has just been ruminating in the back of this little head here for decades, and it happened recently. Okay, what happened? When well, he was doing? A driving distracted. So I think that's pretty harmless. That's, well, in theory. Is that harmless? Well, it was in my case. I think it's 159. It might be 212 now. I think they raised it. Phone is in my hand on speaker over the chair, the chair. The uh, Beverly Hillbillies in <laughs> <and> a truck. <laughs> it's actually a, a seat that came with the car. I right? see. It's on the passenger side, and I'm speaking like this. And I'm I'm talking, but you can see the phone. And as I'm coming to a stop, two motorcycle cops had passed me, and I didn't think much about it. But I'm clearly, and now they have turned around, and at this red light, they've lit me up, and the lights are now flashing behind me. I'm thinking, well, okay, this will be the moment, because at worst, it's 159 and a great story to tell. The light is red. It's in a residential area of Long Beach. Here's what I do with the lights flashing and the red light. I put my arm out the window, and I do this. Wave them by. Well, yeah, because I don't want to stop there at an intersection. If you get across this busy street, there's another residential street, which would be safer, and that's where you can take me down. So I do this, but it probably looks like this idiot now says, no, there's no trouble here. (laughs) (laughs) So now I go across the intersection. After waving the cops past, my hands are on the wheel because I know that much. I've seen live PD. You want to be there. And the one guy comes up. And he says, driver's license, registration. I say, yeah. I said, you know, I waved you through. He goes, yeah, I know. He said, driver's license, registration. So I I said, well, my registration's in the glove box. I'm gonna reach for it. And he's going, okay. Now I'm also, like I'm making too much of a story over something so innocent. So I grabbed this, And I said, my wallet's in the console. I'm gonna gonna reach for that now. And he's kind of like, let's go already. So now I have it. Give me a piece of paper. I have my driver's license and registration in my hand and you're the officer standing next to the window. And I go to hand it to him when I do this let me ask you something I honestly do this I said if I can make you laugh will you let me out of this ticket you ask he goes what do you mean I said well arguably I do stand up for a living I tell jokes I was driving distracted I was using my phone I get it but here's my offer (laughs) I really say that I said if I can make you laugh will you let me out of this ticket he goes hold on and he waves the other guy. Oh, no. This is like Ponch and John. It's yeah. the high leather boots. Right? They're, they're motor cops. Yeah. And now you're playing th- make me laugh with a little cops. That's right. Mm-hmm. And the, again, lights are flashing. Right? There's a scene, but no one knows what's going down. I'm just trying to get my little act out. Yeah. <laughs> the one cop that came up to the window for assist to the guy he had waved over. He said, uh, our perp here. Now, perp. So now I think he's going to play along. He says, if he can get us to laugh, we let him out of the ticket. And without missing a beat, the guy that's the size of Easter Island goes, have him go for it. (laughs) And I said, so we have a deal. And he goes, yeah. I said, I make you laugh and you let me out of this. He goes, you make both of us laugh and you're out of this. And I went, okay, here's the deal. Now I'm looking at the cop. I'm going, I have an impression and I have a joke. What would you like first? (laughs) Now I'm in my act, I'm in showboat. And he goes, okay, give me the impression. We all do um, Christopher Walken, right? Uh, that's an easy one to do from the seat. I said I'm going to do walking, but I want you to give me the occupation, and I'm going to add a little bit right now. And he goes, "Okay, make him uh, an accountant." And before I could spit out walking as an accountant, the other one jumps in. He goes, "Make him a dentist." <laughs> <laughs> so from the chair, I'm going. Your mouth—it's not good. It's bad. You know, you might have gingivitis. You know, and your pockets—they're deep. <laughs> maybe threes, maybe fours. It's not good. He's starting to do the Sammy Davis walk and laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing from the other guy. Not a thing. And he goes, well, I think you're good, but my partner.
2: Jeez. <laughs>
5: I said, uh, well, I have a joke. And he goes, all right, good luck with that. So I mm-hmm. tell my go-to joke. And at the end, you're free to go. Really? Wow. True story. And you don't want to tell the joke. Well, it's it's, yeah, it's, it's an just old... a joke. Guy goes down to apply for social security benefits. Woman says, I need to see your ID. He forgot his wallet. He goes, oh, gosh, I forgot my old wallet. She goes, well, I got to know you're at least 62 plus. He goes, oh, I'm 68. She goes, well, if you haven't got a wallet, how do I know? And he goes, oh, God, I drove all the way from Long Beach. Can you help me out? And he goes, I, I got nothing. She goes, unbutton your shirt. So the guy unbuttons his shirt, and she sees this gray hair. And she goes, oh, I see the gray hair. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to give you your benefits. He goes, great. He goes home to his wife and says, what a day. I went down to apply for our benefits. I forgot my wallet. Gal was nice enough. She saw the gray hair. Gave us her benefits. Wife goes, Well, why don't you just drop your pants? You could have got disability. Hey, Hello. That's an old <laughs> cruise ship joke. Free to go. If you want to take those two and get out of a ticket, you're I can't, do, to a it. I can't I I do it good walking. I wish i could. do No, I don't do impressions. No. I heard your little rant, five glasses, you're doing something. What's the bit you do where you put, I heard a Sammy Davis, you do. Uh, well, you've got the battle bands. Is that what are talking about? He's got I, Bob battle band glasses.
3: But I that's don't just do it. A bit I
5: it. There was a bit in one of your podcasts where you were talking about the impressions, how you're going to open your show and you're going to do these different voices. I may have been being sarcastic. Oh. I don't uh, know. I don't do. No. Yeah, you even did a little. You did a little Sammy. You kind of went into it. You don't remember this podcast? I don't at all. I'll find it you for do. you. Look you do.
3: Every, you do voices, but then you claim that you can only do it then
5: once. Then you said something about putting glasses on. It's I, don't, an episode. I don't know what that is. Well, you've got a laptop. Look it up. I found it this morning. <laughs> what Repping? episode?
0: Who was the guest? I
5: don't know. I didn't really watch.
3: <laughs> but it's on there somewhere. Huh, it must be an old one. We don't, by the way, Michael, we don't remember anything that happens as soon as this ends. Oh, yeah. We have. M- well, you yeah. <laughs> <We're good. laughs> know how I feel Although yeah, this yeah. week. We remember That's every right. goddamn
5: word. You want to talk about impressions. I was doing warm up on drink. Davis. <laughs> wow. Is it still in my eye? Oh, <laughs> no, oh. Uh, what were, I was doing warm up on Davis Rules, which was a sitcom with what? Jonathan Winters and Bonnie Hunt, and the kid was Giovanni Ribisi in the show. How about that, 1991. So I'm doing warm-up. We'll explain what warm-up is for those that don't in a minute. But I'm the guy in the audience on the rail, and we're about this high up, and then Jonathan Winters, this is our guy, right? Just want to say hi to him, let alone work with him. So on a break between scenes, he comes up. He doesn't stop. He goes by the rail and says to me, in a hushed voice, say to me, Bing, how's your golf swing? And then just keeps walking away. And I go, Bing, Bing Crosby, how's your golf swing? John turns around and goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. And we start going back. I'm yeah, doing yeah, hope. Yeah. He's doing, hey, how about that? How about that uh, Betty White? She made, me, uh, she made me a golden girl, but she's platinum to me. Now we're going back and forth. It's yeah, like yeah. taking a pitch from Kershaw. At the end of the show, he comes up and says, hey, that was a lot of fun. Mr. Winners, right? He goes, let's do that some more. So for 26 weeks. No. Wow. I'm working with. The the well, best. Wow. yeah, yeah. And he would be—he'd so loved entertaining, and he'd love that live audience. Which the show was not nearly as funny as his ad libs were. Right. So they'd stop camera, and then he'd be looking, and I'd catch him in the corner, and I'd just yell, "Excuse me, are you not the guy who invented lettuce?" Yes, I am. <laughs> and he does ten minutes on
2: lettuce,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. week after week after week. Now you, t- I had the pleasure of sitting in a Mike and Maddie taping oh, when I, I first kidding. moved here. And I. 94, 95, 96. Uh, this was 95 when yeah. I first moved here. I got eight bucks an hour to sit there. No, did and we uh, pay you?
5: Yeah. Well, that was before we were uh, a thing. Because th- normally we had people that oh. would write for tickets and they'd come in. We didn't pay anybody. I. Uh, this was early on. I was
0: early on. And, uh, well, again, 95. And. Um, <laughs> Uh, Ron Pearson was the warm up.
5: Ron's a great guy.
0: And you, same, you you may have learned from Jonathan Winters because you were, uh, you liked playing along with Ron. You guys had a nice chemistry back and forth. Well, that that brought the audience
5: in on it too. Yeah. The challenge with doing a network morning show is they kind of handcuffed you a little bit, and you got to remember get your information out. You don't want to waste their time. But I also felt, well, this audience is just as important as anybody else. In fact, I wanted Jonathan Winters on our morning talk show, and they said, no, this is not what women want in the morning. Really? I said, they don't want to laugh? They want to be entertained? Exactly. Yeah. And they eventually did, and he brought his box of hats, and we did the whole bit, and they went, oh, that was great. Yeah, yeah it's Jonathan Winters. Yeah, I also know what I'm doing, and uh, wouldn't recommend somebody to do. You know, it was to tough, lunch. though, hosting with someone else. That was a different dynamic, and that was not an easy thing to learn. Now, did you, a question for you on that. So,
0: this woman, Maddie, who was, I think, was she famous in Mexico? Is that where? She was,
5: she was a presenter on a show called Sabado Egante okay, so, so I right. she really wasn't a host she was this beautiful woman that was just assisting and not really getting to use her talents okay. and so when I the Mike and Maddie incarnation the way this show came to be was I was one of the many guys they were going to pair up with someone for a late night show they were developing the woman's name was Andy Matheny if she's still around God bless her Disney had a deal like a one year holding deal let's make something happen for you so now they're looking for a host to pair her up with, and it's it's just us who want to be hosts sitting in this room, and it was every host you can think of sitting out there. Somebody asked what that was like. I said it was great. Every two minutes, we'd take ourselves to commercial. It was you know Everybody had a short little wonderful thing to say. It was right. this glib talk in the waiting room. I come in. I sit down at this gal, and I get her laughing so hard. She's doubling over, and I just steamroll the interview. As I'm driving home, my agent says, I'm not sure what happened in there, but they're letting her go, and they now want to develop a show with you. Ooh, I thought, well, this is, this is going to be a red dot on my head. <laughs> yeah. Sleeping yeah, yeah. at night. And now the goal was let's find somebody to co host. And it was every actress, every so newscaster. Ah. And you would sit down, and the way you were trying to find your co-host was this Mm -hmm. it's just sat how you doing maddie comes in and tells this great story of flying herself in for the audition from miami to la and falling asleep and drooling and worried what that was like and since she's spanish she was born in cuba i said in spanish and she says el drool and it became funny and there was this great interview and they thought the chemistry was great and an hour later they said you guys are going to do a show together i said okay three months later we shot a pilot at khj on sunset Mm forty thousand dollar little run through that they took out and it tested as well as Oprah's show when she tested back in Chicago back in the day and they said ABC wants to put you on the air now. <laughs> what? Wow. And I didn't know Maddie. And we literally got to know each other over the course of six hundred episodes. Interesting. And and the idea of give and take and let's not interrupt, so this poor guest, Ben Vereen's going, I thought I was the guest, you know, Maddie <laughs> and I t- So there is a give and take to any host co host situation. Which we we certainly got better at. In fairness, Vereen doesn't shut up. <laughs> Is he dead? Well, and I think so. Maddie would be the first to tell you this. Maddie was so locked in on the guest and she wanted to know everything about this person. And I was trying to be a clown. Steer the ship and get us to commercial <laughs> because in some markets we only aired as a half hour. So we had what they call a hard out. So regardless, you're going to get cut off in the middle. And I would say, Maddie, you just asked uh, uh, Richard Carn. <laughs> Uh, how'd you get started? And we're 13 seconds to <laughs> a hard out. And she goes, well, just next time, because we're on this little selfie, she goes, just pull the back of my head a little bit, like the hair. <laughs> you started to see this about every episode. right? God bless her, because you you couldn't get anybody more authentic than Maddie. Are you still friends with her to this day? Yeah. How often do you talk to Maddie? Yeah. Um, Let's see. Ninety-eight was the last time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no! It's Christmas cards. And how you doing? It's, she's a very successful real estate broker now in Beverly Hills.
0: Same with Robert Morton. Uh, Morty is a real estate broker in Beverly From Hills. From the Letterman. From day? the Letterman dude. But wow. but uh, we talked about it last week, right? Mm-hmm. Morty, uh, I get I get his emails, which uh, I think he does it to mock me, <laughs> because they're twelve million dollar
5: houses. Oh. So if he sells one, I know
0: he's set. All he has to do is sell one fucking mansion.
5: Well, let's not get angry over that. He's He made a choice to do something with his life, and you're in Studio City in a room that's painted blue. <laughs> <You> know, <I'm, laughs> not Ross Schaefer. I don't need this uh, up with people. You know what <laughs> I say? <see. laughs> that's not nice to say. You're going to get a little something in your stomach, and you're going to feel bad about yeah. what you just said. Uh, I see uh, Christina Ferrari a lot. That's the I did a show with her. That was at home in Family? Family, yeah. yeah. She's another, you know, here's this gal who came up, you know, as one of the 200 magazine covers, one of the top models in the world. And now she's hosting this little morning show. And Chuck Woolery was the host. And I stepped in after Chuck stepped down. So I got to kind of come in under his coattails. Did
0: Chuck step down or was it decided that he should
5: move on? Ask Richard Karn. Okay. All right. <laughs> So, again, go to, go to Chuck's Twitter, uh, Michael. I, I was doing Family Challenge. That was the game show that Ray Combs was hosting, remember? Yes. And then Ray passed away. Yes. And they said, would you do it? And I said, sure, I'll, I'll let some time pass and then take it. And I got in doing that, and that was at Universal. So they saw me doing that and said, would you come in and do a guest spot on Home and Family? And I did one guest spot and sat there with Christina, and it was instant yeah. chemistry. And then Chuck wanted to go do other things, and that was a perfect segue. So I took over, did that for two years. What did Chuck go and do? I don't know, I, I think he did well. I remember seeing him at NAPDI, you know, the TV commercial, or the TV convention. right? And he had just gotten Scramble. And I said, oh, I, you're looking forward? He goes, thanks, I wanted to buy a plane.
2: <laughs> oh, Jesus! <excuse me. laughs>
5: so I think they're fine. He's doing, the and he's doing the blue emu, rub it on your shoulder, do a yeah, setup. Yeah. you're fine. Uh, what else? The Australian yeah. cream.
3: Oh, there was right. that For a while, there was that real estate infomercial that he did. It That's right.
0: Yeah, it's but you have Sirius XM now. Don't you hear the commercials? Although they haven't been playing them lately.
3: I don't listen to those I stations. think, uh,
0: but they might
5: have. Uh, I love Sirius. Do you, do you listen to? Every second I'm in the car. Do you have doctor radio? I don't, I'm sure I have it, but I haven't listened to it. It's great. Because every hour or two, it's a different discipline. So it could be Mm. gastro, it could be, you know, your facelift, it could be sports. And you're stuck in the car going, I think I have that. Or, (laughs) Or, you know, somebody calls and there are doctors, they do it live from NYU, the Langone Medical Center, and each hour is a different specialty. And what channel is it? 80 maybe on Sirius. Maybe 80. Yeah, Doctor Radio. It's it's really, I've got no share in this, but I'm, I love it. All right. I've had a little um, vertigo, so I was listening the other day and uh, was waiting in the car for the solution. Yeah. I should and probably go see a, a real doctor. <laughs> <laughs> no, rather than getting I it think on the, the DJ's air. is the right way to go. But they are doctors, to be fair. Um, you ever had vertigo? No. Walk me through vertigo. Oh, it's- I know. It's uh, like getting dizzy without the benefit of alcohol. <laughs> You just go straight to the hangover. You, you get this sort of loss of balance. And it comes and goes, they say. Hmm. And so but you there, can get that any time? Well, you can. There are, for those, again, I'm not a doctor, but if you have it, you can look it up. It's called the Epley Maneuver. And that will take the little crystals that are in your ear. There's, think of the uh, BB game you got in the Cracker Jacks where you try to move that BB around and get it in a little hole. Yeah. Well, a simplified version of that, you have these little crystals that are in your ear, in your canal. And they're supposed to be in those little holes. And they can get out, and that'll throw off your equilibrium. So what you do is you get out of your bed in a 45-degree position at a 45-degree angle and knock your head back and turn it, and that'll move those around and put them right back in the spot, Whoa. they say. Huh. Does, it doesn't work every time? It, not every time, no, because they could be floating in a spot that they won't go back to the little homes, and then you can do some therapy to get back on track. Interesting. But it is, it's an odd sensation where you don't, you know. You, I got out of bed one morning, and it was just somebody pushed me. It was Jeez. that strong a pull. Really? Uh-huh. Do you get it when you're driving? Ever? We'll see. <laughs> oh. That's why I leave four hours early. Yeah, you know. give yourself done. <laughs> I was you in Bakersfield for a while, and then I turn around oh, and I boy, said, oh you went way." I got to go back. <laughs> <away." laughs> yeah, but I'm fine. But for anybody who gets it, don't give up hope. There is there is help uh, for vertigo.
0: All right. Well, Michael Berger has been here, uh, taking time away from his uh, um, otherwise busy schedule. Otherwise, very very busy. I, I know you're always. Are doing we wrapping something. up? Because I have more to tell. Yeah, but we'll have you back another time. <sighs> <laughs> I had a
5: closer. Don't have to. Well, <laughs> use it next time. Mm. Yeah, we're wrapping. Well, you're assuming there is a next time. Well. I, you're not assuming. No. <laughs> you know there won't be. Oh, I damn well know. <laughs> I don't, so much so that I'm cutting this don't one like loose. I not like closing with vertigo. That seems depressing. It was not depressing, but it, it's <laughs> okay. real. That's true. <laughs> it's real. It's nice. I like this place. I really do. Thank you, welcome you got to come by. I know you're not supposed to come by, but you can come by. <laughs> no, you're not, uh, there's a card reader thing at the door that's supposed to, and you can push through, you can get through. You do a little Rockford and slip <laughs> oh, did in. Oh, just do a little Jimmy Rock? Yeah, a little Jimmy Rock. <laughs> Good. <edit> it, <laughs> yeah. Like that. Uh, Came think, right in. I think that's my
0: next one, by the way. I think I, I'm going to go Rockford Files as my Why next. Why won't you watch Magnum PI? Like I'm I know. I, I, there's
5: some about I can't get into it. Wait a minute. You've not seen Rockford Files?
0: I, I, I'm, re, I'm revisiting. Oh, okay. The, 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 uh, I just did Manix. Oh, I love that, Mannix. I did Kojak.
5: Banex is uh, driving a car that's worth $3 million in that. You know, it's a it's a Barracuda Hemi convertible. Very rare car. And he was driving that as a, you know, that just, was his show car. Right. <laughs> yeah. By the way, um, let's see. Sneaky Pete on Amazon Prime and Goliath. Both of those are great episodes if you're looking for something to watch. Hmm. Goliath is the uh, Billy, Bob Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. yeah. I've
3: mm-hmm. heard good things
0: about it. like things. season one. I didn't uh, start season two yet. Oh, you'll like it. Okay. Yeah. And Sneaky Pete, is
5: that the, that's the young that's kid. G- that's Giovanni Ribisi. Yes, yeah, yeah, now to now to we're coming full circle. That yeah, a little we have to...
3: Is that why you watched it? You figure you got to support the old... No,
5: I was surprised. <laughs> I was surprised you saw... I, I said, wait a minute, I know that. Because he was a—he was nine years old or ten at the time. Yeah. And in a sitcom, you're heavily scripted. But with Jonathan, they'd have a line that says, Jonathan in the kitchen crosses to living room, dot, dot, dot. They'd let him kind of play. <laughs> oh, and cool. so you get Giovanni just looking at him. And it was his next line. And you'd hear... Uh, Giovanni, that's your line. You go, what? Because he was so He's locked watching in. watching it. <laughs> Johnny, yeah. In fairness, he probably didn't know when Johnny was going to finish either. Yeah. You know, oh, Johnny, you know, apparently. Who, you know who took him back to point was Bonnie Hunt. I've never seen anybody more brilliant on her feet. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and taking an ad lib and putting it right back into the structure. What's
0: what she doing, doing these days, Bonnie Hunt? I She's in this show. new
5: movie, uh, the HBO, is it? Or the Showtime, Dannemore, about the prison break of those yeah. two guys. Oh, oh, I think so it's called, that. she plays the, DA or oh, something like okay. that. Yeah, she's a, I think it's a series, right? It is a series. Yeah. I think it was six. Well, Let me tell you what a great um, woman Bonnie Hunt is. When I was doing warm up on Davis Rules, I got my little game show Personals, which was that late night dating show. Which was fun. And, yeah, and she came down and watched it. Did she she really? sat in the audience. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a nobody. Here's another great story. I was, it was a rapping. Jimmy Lee Curtis, right? Yeah. I'm doing warm up on a sitcom called Anything But Love. That Richard, Richard Lewis, Lewis right. Mm-hmm. Richard, the comic, you would think, would be out working the crowd. He was in the back, so afraid he was going to yeah. not memorize his lines properly. She was out playing with the crowd. The end of one show, she goes, hey, Michael, she goes, what do you want to do, you know, beyond this? I said, well, I, I want to talk show. And she goes, I want to be your guest. Cut to five years later, I'm hosting Mike and Maddie. She's promoting the movie True Lies, right? Our people reach out, our people, ABC reaches out and says, um, you know, Michael was hosting, would you do an interview? She goes, not only will I do an interview, she's doing that press junket thing at the peninsula with Sam Rubin and everybody else yeah, in yeah. five minutes. Give Michael his own room for an hour. I said what so I walk into the peninsula she leaves that we go up to a separate room and she goes I told you I'd do this for you that's nice another great see uh-huh. this is what you need to do more of say nice things about nice people <laughs> when you leave <laughs> <laughs> not going to top that you can't do it to your face that's not all right Mike we play a game called Sevens uh, it I is thought a, we were yeah, wrapping up yeah that's how we wrap it but there was, you didn't say anything about a game closer <laughs> game culture you know closer Sevens.
3: oh there's another song if you want those headphones it's a long one you have plenty of time to get the headphones with this. Oh, this is your theme for your yeah for the game. Okay. Oh,
5: no, I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots. The Cars for kids theme. Who needs that? That's not fair. That's where Mike Henry. Now listen, uh, this is like pyramid. Are the glasses a choice, or do you just find those? Yeah, these are my battle bands. Uh, no reaction. Wow. Doesn't care at all. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Botwell defender <laughs> off a of dodge <laughs> with those. I'm not listening to a single word you say. Here's what we're doing. Well, it's a little Ben Franklin. Thing I'm going to beg of you <laughs> to stop talking. But the distance between your eye and the glasses seems the reading large. Gla- The reading glasses. Something that fits your bridge. <laughs> that's the most uncomfortable sense of a room. <laughs> it's kind of bridge, hey, But by the way, it, 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 as Dennis Miller don't, said, I hey, wish L- I would have said that. To as you. Yes. Dennis Miller said, hey Lucy, it's called <laughs> lipstick, not face stick. <laughs> Same thing. Glasses go up here. Then he went crazy. <laughs> um, all right, now. Uh, this is like you Pyramid can't afford an iPad Something bigger <laughs> this Nice is. You may want to have that checked Wow <laughs> Sorry about that Strep a cockeye Flying over the monitor to me He's doing more folio work over there uh, It's
0: Pyramid Okay um, I'm going to be describing things You have to guess what they are
3: Here's your categories. You have
5: seven seconds to get each one. Here's your categories. Movies, TV, celebrities, music. Those are things in the media. Sports. (laughs) No, I'm not. not, (laughs) Oh, we had to start These are your category choices. pretty funny, though.
0: (laughs) It actually was. (laughs) Uh, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, those decades. Those decades in music. 70s music, 80s music, 90s music, 2000 music. Oh, boy. You got stand-ups, superheroes, movies,
5: action, movies, comedy, movies, rom-com, movies, award winners. If you're not going to do this slowly so people can hear it, why even bother to do it? Because you were just mumbling there. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So do I pick some of those? Pick pick one of those. Pick Uh, one of those. Okay. Movies, rom-com. Movies,
0: uh, comedy. Movies, award winner. Movies, action. Stand-ups. Superheroes. 70s music. 80s music. 90s music. 2000 music. One more time. The 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s.
5: Let's go 2000s. Oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. Okay. Is that the first time in the category? Just the decade. Just different. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is different. Oh, yeah. uh, there we I go. We may have done it once. And what are we doing? 2000, and then you're going to name the category? No, the uh, the category is the 2000s. Okay. And I'm going to be describing things
0: from the 2000s. Ooh, this is a bad idea.
3: Yes. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, 18 we were, years ago. We were all surprised that you picked it. This seems to <laughs> be the most difficult of all choices. I think it would yeah, be you're, very difficult. Yeah, you have 18 years
5: to choose from. The other decades, you have 10. Well, I, I didn't think this through. No, at all. I mean, no, I was no. planning on leaving until you brought out your little phone and said, we're playing more games. Well, here we go. You ready? Wow. Get ready. Okay. Well, what position do I have to be in for this? Just to listen. Just mentally ready. Okay, here, here it comes. Oh. oh, do I need my headphones? No. no. Here it comes. Uh, uh, the TV show Tom Bergeron hosts uh, um, uh, America's Funniest film Videos Dancing with no, the Stars yes uh,
0: boy oh boy it's a uh, it's a thing that you do that you do this and then you lose pounds shake weight yes uh, where they filmed Tina Fey sitcom Tina Fey t- sitcom t- 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 uh oh, 30 Rock yes New York Uh, if you are in a, uh, a, a part of a uh, Wings Paul McCartney in Wings Wings would be considered the what <laughs> damn it next one uh, uh, I forget who was in this movie uh, one of the Halls, I think was in that Jake yeah. Gillenhall Jake Gillenhall yeah. was in this uh, uh, Night uh, Shift ne- Night- 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 next Nightwalker. one next one uh, 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 Neil Patrick Harris's uh, TV show uh, Suit Up that uh, the one he was most recently next one uh, she's a fashion model uh, marrying an old man she's now dead oh yeah Pamela or somebody with a
5: blonde, uh, nope. the, the oil baron. <laughs> okay. So we got six points. Oh. And a Nicole Smith. And a Nicole Smith. I'm going to blame myself. Well, yeah, for most of them. Uh, but let's go back because uh, <laughs> what was the other thing you were trying well, to say? Well, you got out?
3: Dance with the Stars. You got Shake Weight. Yes. Which was amazing that you got well, Shake Weight. Right? Yeah. yeah. Remember that? the mm-hmm. gesture was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
5: 30 Rock we got. Mike Clues stunk. Do a little Dick Clark here. Now, get me close to the what you were trying to get me to guess. Okay. But, but enunciate so I know where you're going with this. Um because you weren't happy with your own description this uh, is also a
0: video game it's also a video game where you can play uh, uh instruments oh, uh, on your t- yeah, oh.
5: guitar hero uh the other one the the grander you can play drums uh oh. guitar uh, uh, bass i wouldn't i don't I, i've never played a video game in my life what I what yeah i'm not ai don't have a playstation <laughs> i don't know from that i prefer i prefer the real world go ahead <laughs> uh rock band um, oh right, and then uh, Jake Gyllenhaal
0: was in this. Who else was in this movie? Wait, he was uh, it's to a say in, night indie movie, Nightcrawler. Remember that's he a, played the, uh, yeah. the stringer that would go out and yeah, get these news stories. Movie.
3: That was a good guess. But, but he's in another movie. This is this one was early in his career. Is an indie movie. Is this uh, The Good Girl or something? Was no, Patrick
0: Swayze in this? I don't.
3: That think wasn't so. the movie
5: about the birth of Pfizer's uh, pill. Maybe he just. With, oh uh, no. No, what was that called? Love and Other Drugs. Love and... Love and
0: other Drugs. Other Drugs. Uh, Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. Oh, I would have oh, never gotten wow. that, so
5: I
3: don't feel bad about that. Uh,
0: the next one, the Neil Patrick Harris sitcom. That was, How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And then, that you
5: didn't get out, clearly. No, I did not. I agree with that. Uh, there's only seven seconds to get it. Well, then uh, maybe you should rethink this and make it ten. <laughs> I mean, this is your show. This was not sprung on you as it was me. Uh, That's what we, so we knew this category was going to be hard. We didn't know that in advance. Well, Going to be end. fair, when, in these other categories, have people got all seven? Well, we've gotten, uh, the, I think the highest points is 36. Is that you, the highest?
3: You get more points for
5: getting it oh, faster. 33 so. is the highest. Well, then you would, should look back at this tape. I don't know if you ever do a post-mortem, but I would suggest you do. And <laughs> see if there's something structurally wrong with the game you're playing. The game's, uh, game's solid. Game is solid. <laughs> yeah, over a course of uh, an appropriate amount of time. Game, very solid. Players, not so much. Well, yeah. you know who uh, used uh, to do uh, that or? game who was great at it? Richard Karn was great. <laughs> was Karn good at this one?
3: This was the one Karn was good Nailed at. Nailed it.
5: Yeah. Everybody got his clues. Every day, Richard
0: Karn's at home going, they're rebooting every show. Home Improvement's got to come back.
3: <laughs> yeah, seriously. It right. does, that seems but like,
0: but Tim Allen's got that other show.
3: Right. So we just need it. Maybe when that one got canceled the,
5: before he brought back, he was like, here we go. Karn, Karn's like the phone <laughs> ring. Yeah, Timmy. <laughs> But is at Osh now, selling a rake. It's fine. I have bad news. Osh has gone out of business. Yeah, bad news. He,
0: didn't, he didn't choose wisely.
5: <laughs> uh,
0: absolutely necessary. Uh, Rush, you or Michael Berger. Uh, Coloring your way to success. Michael Berger can get these, both of these books at michaelberger.com. You can also look at that reel that I told you about uh, that uh, made me laugh out loud uh, as I was watching this. Jim, I've had a lot of
5: fun in this business. Yes? Today wasn't one of those days. Hey! No. Hey! I really, I know this has been percolating for a while, and I, I really appreciate you asking. Of course. To, I, when how I how ran into you,
0: I, we did one of those John Ritchie does uh, no, those, yeah. those game shows in a house. Yeah, well, yeah. it was more than that. This was Mandel's. Uh, Mandel uh, was a contestant
5: on Match Game that, when Michael hosted. Oh, wow. And It was our the- first weekend of taping in this first show with Mandel, who I didn't know. This is a kid out of Harvard. I think he was a Harvard graduate, right? I don't and know. And just happened to be a game show guy. Nobody knows this kid, and he he wins, and he's quirky and funny. Cut to match game getting canceled. He gets a job for Fremantle. He gets a gig out of this yeah. thing. I'm the host, and I go right. away. <laughs> he's got a 10-year development deal right. with the company that let me go. Yeah, doesn't seem fair. Uh, at all. But what John Ritchie did, a mutual friend of ours, is he does these game nights or game days, and he said, hey, would you come host match game? Like the real deal. And he's got the graphics and the yeah. screens. And we recreated Match Game in a living room in the valley. It was like 110 out. Yes. It oh, was great fun. It was really fun. Teresa Genzel had popped Therese in. Genzel. We had celebs. The woman from uh, Mr. Graf. Belvedere. Yeah. yeah. It was fun. And the last time I saw her was doing warm-up on Mr. Belvedere. Again. Isn't that weird? Isn't that funny how yes. full circle? Who in this
0: room was a contestant on Match Game when you hosted?
5: Who in this room? In this room. Was Everybody, a contestant? Somebody on in this room was that, that, a contestant. Not a that's contestant. not at all accurate. Oh, wait, that's not true? No. Well, it would be you, since you're the one denying He's,
1: it. Yeah. You're the first Match Game host I ever saw, and I watched it every single day. Huh. You, I did, you con- misrepresented the I was the a contestant situation. on Jimmy's Match Game. That's right. And the live, oh, the live one you did. Yeah, so you're responsible for making me fall in love with Match Game.
5: Oh, yeah. it wasn't me. That's. And a, that gone gone back and a great watched, game. I've gone back it. It's fantastic. You know, back in the day when we're doing the research, when they <laughs> shot those, they shot five a day. They shot them in one day as we did. But back in the day, yeah, <laughs> they were tipping the sauce. So if you watch this on Game Show Network and they air a week as it aired back then. You start watching and knowing everything you see happened in one day. Mm -hmm. By Wednesday, they got Charles Nelson Riley strapped to the chair. (laughs) (laughs) And Friday, it just lights out.
0: And you guys wouldn't get the. the, We didn't do that. Vicky wouldn't do hot mother
5: effort. God damn it
0: to hell! Uh, That's our show, guys. (laughs) Table
5: meniscus party of one meniscus. Oh, that is my. I actually had surgery on this knee. I had twice. I had my knees done too just for aesthetics because I want to stay in shape <laughs> I know
3: Auditions. they do look great I'm even through the jeans I can
5: I'm not saying I had my, what's the old joke about having too much plastic surgery saw a gal at the Beverly Center she smiled her leg went up That's <laughs> I don't know that joke <laughs> I don't know cruise ships uh, I haven't done ships in 15 years 18 Michael years. don't be defensive now listen <laughs> Uh, Michael Berger's been our guest.
0: Michael, thank you for being here. Huh? We're done. Yeah, we're done. On behalf of the Pop Culture that's Gary Cockrell over there behind the
5: Mission Control. That's Captain. That's I can't say mention his name in case people care. You just mumble through this. They listen every week, but they may want. Maybe they they've never do, heard his real name. They all know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> they go and you're, they never. Remember how you said this? 13 day? years. They oh, don't know this guys' boy, name. Oh, I gotta find room. Uh, Maddie
0: and I couldn't find equal footing. Remember that? You're part of that. Shit it. Wow. Again, defensive. I'll be having the pop culture. <laughs> pop- <laughs> for this. That's for Gary Cockroach. i Control. That's the captain, Elliot Hofer, the Hunter Matt Bell, and for Michael Barker. I'm Jimmy Parton. We'll see you next time on the podcast.
5: Don't say from me. I'll do it on my own. <laughs> AK47, gone, not forgot. For me, but bye-bye.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com.